1: Um
5: presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook just got here in time Elliot I was I was running in and out of the studio I got new headphones I forgot a piece of it it wasn't working I
6: ran into the studio with Keenan I got headphones and we're here. What's going on, buddy? The most important part is you're here. I'm here. It's a good day as long as you're here. That's all I know. Even if you're a little late, a little disheveled, maybe. <laughs> Which is funny cuz you got here like 3 hours early. I got early. here well before as, the as, show Yes. Yeah. As normal, 3 hours early. But yes. look excited to do the show today, man.
5: Yeah, I'm one of those I'd rather be 3 hours early than 1 minute late. Same 10, guys. Yes. I
6: leave like insanely early. early so. <laughs> Me, too. Me too. I I'll I'll be I'll be driving somewhere and I'll think, "Well, what if there's 2 hours of traffic?" So I'll probably leave.
5: <laughs> but again, I'd rather be a uh, rather be early earlier than late. Me too, buddy. Me too. All right, let's get into it. Obviously, uh, last weekend we're talking. It's the you know uh, last day of the draft. We're reacting to picks live on the air. We've had some time. So now we are you know, a week essentially after the draft. We know who's been taken. We know what this roster looks like. Obviously, there's there's still going to be a few moves for the season. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen with Zach Ertz. We don't know if they're going to add another cornerback. I know how he alluded to that possibility with the Darby trade and all that stuff. Um, but for the most part, The team that we see now with a couple minor tweaks is going to be the team that's going to start the 2021 season. Where do you stand on the Philadelphia Eagles right now?
6: It's an interesting question because if you're someone who listens to the show each week, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I've been higher on the team than normal. Maybe not than normal. Higher, higher. Well, I guess than normal, actually, because I didn't think they were good the last few years. But higher on the team than most people have been since January. And now that the offseason is essentially over, and look, they will make a move, like you said. They will add another cornerback. Like, the starting cornerback opposite Darius Slay is not on the roster, so they will add somebody else. The question is, how good is the roster? And what I want want to talk to people about today is, where do people see the holes on the roster? Because I'm open to being wrong, but when I look at this team, I don't see a team where people can say, well, they're not going to compete this year, so it doesn't even matter, or – Yes, they're rebuilding, but they're, they're so bad, so it doesn't matter. Like, just go position by position. The offensive line last year had more injuries than any other offensive line in the league, I'm pretty sure. At best, they were 31st out of 32. They were still a top 15 pass-blocking line. The defensive line, all I've heard is Washington has such a better defensive line, and I think they do, but the Eagles had more sacks than Washington did last year. So I just look at the important parts of the team, and I don't see a team – that is a three-win team, a four-win team. Do I think they're double digits? No, probably not. But where are the holes? That Everyone's so sure they're not going to comp- compete. I'm just curious why that is. Like, If you take a step back from the emotion of how things looked in January and how, how, uh, how everyone felt about the team, if you just analyze the current roster, where are the massive holes outside of the second cornerback spot?
5: Well, yeah, the second cornerback spot's a hole. I would say the second safety is a hole. The, the whole defensive backfield is a big question mark. And look, it's not just that it's holes, but it's, you know, it's not like I, I'm sure that Brandon Brooks is going to come back and be good. I'm mm. not sure Lane Johnson is, is fully ready to roll for this season. I mean, Brandon Brooks, and, or Brandon Graham, another year older. Fletcher Cox, another year older. It's certainly not been the same Fletcher Cox
6: that we... But those are talented players.
5: Still, sure, but still another year older, and we're getting there. Where, where? How talented are they comparative mm-hmm. to what they used to be? Javon Hargrave, certainly not a, a great first year with this team. We don't know what that guy is. The, the linebacker, I like the Eric Wilson sign, but we don't really know how that's going to play out. And then offensively, I mean, look, I'm excited about Devontae Smith. That guy alone has increased my, not just excitement level, like yeah. – just on a basic level to watch Devontae Smith play football, I think it's going to be really fun for the yeah. Eagles fans. Well, we especially not...
6: after watching some of the receivers. Exactly. The and period.
5: also not having a receiver like that in a long time. I'm, I'm excited to watch that guy play football, and I do think it makes them a better team. But, like, I'm not sure about the offense. I'm not sure about, about Jalen Rager. I mean, if I had to bet, I don't think he's a good football player. Right, but he's the number two receiver. Right, which yeah. is better. I agree. But I'm still – the point being that I'm not – Sure, that's not a hole. Greg yeah. Ward's okay. He's not, like, a great slot receiver. That's kind of a hole. And ultimately, on a basic level, it's going to come down to how good is Jalen Hurts? If Jalen Hurts is either going to be awesome, and then it's a whole different discussion. Yeah. But if he's not, like, I just see, there. I, when I look at this team, I, I understand your point. You could say, yeah, like, where are the holes? And there aren't that many huge gaping holes. But you can also say, like, where are the sure things on this team? Where do you look at and say, that's going to be awesome. Well, that's it, definitely going to work out. They're going to be great there because that's a question
6: mark, too. But I think you can look at the lines and feel confident about them. Now, your point about the injuries are true. Like, Brandon Brooks obviously didn't play a single game last year. Lane Johnson really struggled. But that being said, the line was still a top 15 line in the league. So I do think you can have a lot of confidence in the offensive line. The defensive line, you're right about everyone being a year older. I mean, that's true for every player in the NFL, right? sure. But but yeah, they were still a productive line last year. So I think it when you when you look at the areas of the team that matter, like that truly matter, the lines, the quarterback, and the head coach. The head coach is a question mark, but I think you can feel good about all three of them. Jalen Hurts is a, is a question mark as well, but me and you both think he's going to be good next year. I'm ex-
5: I'm excited about him. I'm not ready to say like I I am hopeful that he will be good. I can't say I
6: think he's going to be good.
5: Right. I'm hopeful he's going to be good.
6: So last year, would you agree everything went wrong for the Eagles? Like basically almost. Everything you could have, you could imagine went wrong. A lot
5: of things went wrong. Yeah, yes. and
6: they were a four-win team. Yep, right. So with a tie in there. So if you think that the do you do you think the roster is better now than it was at the end of last year? Um,
5: yeah, I think Devontae Smith makes him better. I like the Anthony Harris signing. I think it's Eric slightly Wilson. better. Yeah, I think it's slightly better, but I don't think it's massively better. I don't think they they revamped this roster and and it's going to be you know a, yeah. a great roster. So so I think they're slightly better, but I still think they're. You know, talent-wise, closer to four wins than ten wins.
6: Yeah, I think they're a seven- or eight-win team, and I just don't get the four-win thing because last year they were a four-win team, and I know that the team is better than they were last year. I just do. Like, the quarterback play is going to be better. There is no way Jalen Hurts is going to be worse than Carson Wentz was last year. It would be almost physically impossible. Like, he would have to be... I mean, Jameis Winston, when he threw 30 interceptions, but he at least threw 30 touchdowns that year, too. So I don't think there's any way the quarterback spot is worse. I almost don't think there's any way you could have worse injury luck along the offensive line. I mean, if you look at just the line going into next year, my lotta, I believe, will be better. Lane Johnson should finally be healthy. I mean, I know he's been in and out of the lineup, but he's now had the surgery that he's needed for the last year and a half. Last year, they were a top 15 offensive line with, like, the corpse of Jason Peters out there for some games, right? So I think you can feel good about the line. And then the defensive line is always going—like, they've always had a good defensive line. They, they were good last year, too. So. Good, but not great. It's not like— well, a, they were, like, third in the league in sacks. That's pretty great.
5: Yeah, but do you feel super confident about their pass rushing ability? So, I do. Group? I
6: do, because, again, third, third or fourth in the league in sacks last year, more than Washington had, which is— that's impressive, right? Because you think Washington's defensive line is really good. I
5: mean, it's better than the Eagles, but yes. It's Even short. though
6: the Eagles had more sacks. Right. It's not just sacks. And it the Eagles were good against the run. And the I'd Eagles had a lot of
5: sacks up. early and, and kind of petered out as the season went along, yeah, too. Yeah, they did
6: get their sacks in bunches. Yeah. I would agree with that. But yeah, I so I do feel good about those lines. So, you know, I'm not here to, to bang the table for the Eagles for, for two hours. It's not what I want to do. I'm just curious where, pe- where people do see the holes. Because I think if you remove the emotion from it, this is a better roster than people are giving it credit for. So, Again, not not a not a Super Bowl contender, not a ten win, eleven win team. I just don't think they're a dumpster fire. So the first and foremost, relying
5: on the offensive line to stay healthy is not something that has gone well for this team. It, but and even just when it didn't. Relying go- on it, just saying, oh, injuries can't be worse. They seem to be every year. I mean, what wait, three well, straight man, they were pretty three bad straight years, year. four straight years of injuries just getting worse and worse, though. We were like we said that in twenty nineteen, right? We're like injuries can't get worse than this year we lost our entire secondary we did this that whatever and then last year they were worse so i'm not ready to say the injury luck will certainly go their way and and that is another issue is that you were talking about the starting lineup which has holes but like from a depth perspective like the nfl season especially a 17 game one now is a grind it is about depth carrying through the season being able to fill holes plug guys and like yes they have some depth on the o-line like Jack Driscoll, Andre Dillard, like who knows how that's going to all play out. But outside of the offensive line, like where's the depth on this team? I mean, you lose one cornerback, you're like we don't even have a starting second quarterback. Yeah, but how
6: many teams can serve that? That was something that aggravated me to a point last year when people are like they're so thin along the offensive line. They were playing like their fourth offensive tackle. They, like this idea that the Eagles aren't deep, but other teams are. There are very few rosters in the league that can withstand the level of injuries the Eagles have over the last few years and and be competitive. Now, last year the Eagles were not competitive, right, because for a multitude of reasons, the, the, the coaching, the quarterback play, and the injuries played a role. But this idea that the Eagles aren't deep because they don't have four really good tackles, not a lot. Some teams don't even have one really good right,
5: tackle. Right, but I'm not really just talking about the offensive line. I'm talking about across the board. I mean, defensive line, where's the depth? Like, I think
6: the only place they're not deep at is – the secondary
5: Well clear the receiver. secondary they don't even have starters. Correct. So the yes. secondary they're clearly the not The Secondary deep and the receiver. Wide receiver but I, they're not deep. But I think the one injury there, the, but the inside what, of the field they are. The potentially, but wide receiver, one entry there, you're in a lot of trouble. Tight end, I injury agree. there, yeah, you're in a lot of trouble. Linebacker injury there, you're in a lot of trouble. So like that is a big concern for me with this team. Is again, like, yes, maybe it won't be as bad as 2020, but am I going to go into an Eagles season and say, "Oh, injury luck's going to go our way with this medical staff, with all the issues we've had"? Why okay. would I? You're the one who said to me you didn't like the landing diggers and big. Because why should I trust the Eagles right. to make the injury evaluations? So that has to play a role. See, but in the injury you know what kind of
6: team they're going to be this year? So, but the injuries to me though, because I've seen them, I've seen the line withstand a bunch of injuries. So to me, it's all gravy. Like if you get, that's just the line. What about the rest of the team,
5: man? Like, what about if you lose a Cornerback. What if you lose a wide receiver? What if you you know? That's where you start to be like, wow, things could really
6: cascade. Yeah, but you gain. can do that for a lot of teams. Like if, if you know, like, but you this look team at, has
5: dealt with it year by year like by year. The Cowboys, year.
6: the Cowboys defense is atrocious. Like if they lose a secondary member, you know, you could do it for almost every roster. So. Uh, yes, now the Eagles have had injuries history, so I can see why you would why you would go that way in terms of saying it's more likely the Eagles will get injured, but I just look at the level of play they got from the lines last season, even with the injuries, and I think you you will get at least the same level of play if not better, and I think you'll get better quarterback play
5: well, and look uh, again, two on 94-94. Five, five, nine, where do you stand on the Eagles as the roster is currently constructed, looking. A lot like with minor tweaks here and there, the roster that we're going to see to start the 2021 season. Where do you stand? And look, Elliot's point right there. Obviously, if you believe Jalen Hurts is going to be awesome, then it's a very different perspective on this season. You know, I don't even think he
6: has to be awesome. If he's just a top 20 quarterback, they'll be way better.
5: They, they yeah. I mean, potentially. Again, we're also not even talking about Nick Sirianni. Like, who? We're a both. You know, We both love as a human and, and enjoy watching him talk and all that, but I have no idea if he's going to be a good coach or not. I'm hopeful. I hope that once he gets in a room with guys, they're going to buy into the excitement and the energy, and he's going to be a good teacher and all that. Right. I think there's, there's reasons to be hopeful, but he's also a brand-new coach who's never done it before, taking over for this big situation with a lot of issues and a young coaching staff without a lot of help and going into a season with zero experience.
6: So, like, that's a concern, too. Yeah, I, I think the head coach... Like, concern, I don't know. But it's more of a question mark. Because a concern to me would be, like, I'd be concerned if my head coach was Joe Judge. Like, I'd be like, okay, I know that guy's <laughs> Like, if my head coach was Mike McCarthy, that would be a concern to me. I'd be like, this is definitely not going well. more of a question mark. I think Sirianni's more of a question mark because you don't know what he's going to be. Yeah,
5: I mean, like, look, look, you can, it depends how you want to view Nick Sirianni, right? Like, you can look at Nick Sirianni and, and come up with reasons for concern. Yeah. Again, inexperience, never been a head coach before, inexperienced staff around him you know, all the, the exuberance, and all that, how does that play? Like, right. there are a lot of... So I think you can say concerns, but I agree. I actually do think question mark is a better way to put it, but that could easily turn into concerns quickly, which is a major factor for this team. You're right. I think when you look at this team, there there are still a lot of unknowns well, what do you that, think that need strength, to be answered.
6: But let me ask you, what do you think the strengths of the roster? Are? I think now, lo- now that they've constructed yeah, it? Yeah, I think the lines. Program.
5: I think you, you focusing on that is important. I think that if you're looking at this team and saying strengths compared to other teams in the league, I think that they are... You know, on the stronger end, particularly on the offensive line, when you look at all the depth there, I think you know, especially if Dickerson can be ready to start the season. I mean, like you got a lot of options all of a sudden there, and you've got that talking about depth with Driscoll and Samalo and Dickerson, and you know, like whoever plays where, like assuming guys stay healthy again, yeah, like you could have real depth on that O line and the D line, less so, but like who knows? Maybe Milton Williams gives you some. Maybe the one. Well, I think you have
6: some depth at the one end spot with Sweat, with Sweat and Barnett. Barnett. So I don't think Barnett is a is a great starter, no. but... I like you know, Sweat Between the two of them, player. I think that's a strong spot. Brandon Graham, you know what you're going to get from him, right? You're going to get seven sacks, really good play against the run, like you know that. Fletcher Cox, you know, so I, I feel good about about the defensive line.
5: Uh, look, again, I think the lines in general, better about the O-line than the D-line, but the lines in general is where the strength of this team is. And again, that's why you can have hope for this team. I mean, you can you win in the right. trenches in the NFL, but I just think that between the depth, between the question marks, I just... I'm not as hopeful as you are, obviously.
6: I, I also just, before we get to the phones, I, I think that if you said to me, all right, Elliot, I'm constructing a roster, you can either have on the defensive side of the ball a really good secondary and a questionable defensive line, or vice versa, I'd pick the defensive line. Because the defensive line has a better chance of making that secondary better, in my opinion. I, oh, 100%. On the, on, and then on the offensive side of the ball, if, if, would I rather be the Bengals that have like T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, or would I rather be the Eagles that have you know, a really good offensive line, I think? I'd rather have the good offensive line. So, I think the weaknesses on the roster that I agree are there. Again, the secondary is a weakness. The receivers are certainly a question mark. Devontae Smith, I think, really helps them. Like, if you have a number one receiver, it makes everybody better. So, I don't even know if I would say the receivers are a weakness at this point. Now, it's putting a lot of stock into Devontae Smith, but I I believe in him that much. Regardless, I think that the the line just matters way more than the receivers. Uh, And I totally
5: agree with that. But, I mean, again, we are talking about a secondary – where as of right now there are two starting spots in that secondary where we don't know who's going to be the starter like yeah. we don't know who's starting at the second quarterback we don't know who's starting at the second safety like we just don't know yeah. and that's a that could be a big hole like those are while I'd rather a strong defensive line than a strong secondary like those are the kind of holes that can tank games can tank seasons if they well, if they bad and batted. we saw
6: that to a certain extent last yeah.
5: year yeah. so 2155929494 where do you stand on the Eagles roster essentially what it's looking like Heading into the season, where do you say on Jalen Hurts, Sirianni, the question marks? And and are you as hopeful as Elliot is about this team having a real chance to contend in the NFCs? 215 Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. 94 94. Let's start it out. Where we do every Saturday at this time in Abington with our
6: good buddy Tom. Yo, Tom!
7: Yo, fellas! How are we doing today? Man,
6: my man had some energy coming. Love it. That today. Love it. <laughs> good, good to hear your voice.
7: Hey, I'd be remiss if I didn't start off by uh, just giving a shout out to the most important cog in this life. Uh, this wheel that we call life. Uh, all the moms out there, happy Mother's uh, Day. Well and, uh, said,
6: Tom. Ma- making us look bad, but good job. <laughs> well,
5: I was going to say and, it. I was going to get there. Yeah. Tom just beat me to it, exactly. obviously.
7: <laughs> well, that goes to all the single dads out there, too, if you're a single yeah. father. And single uh, moms.
5: I- I'll say that. That honestly, well, Tom. That goes saying, yeah, yeah, my biggest, my biggest takeaway from being a parent for two plus years now is that. Uh, single parents are the most amazing thing in the world. Couldn't like it. It, I could I do couldn't it. it. Like yeah. b- between two of us, we're like running ragged every day. Like yeah. I can't. I can't, like single parents are the most impressive people have the in the world. One, James. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see, Tommy.
7: Uh, and Elliot, we'll we'll talk to you, you yeah, know, a couple yeah, of years yeah, down the road. Years, there. Yeah. So I do have a few questions for you guys. I, I got a quick list of five I can fire through. We'll see what I get to, but. I mean, forget about holes on their team. I mean the hole that must be gaping in the side of Elliot's head there, James. Like, does he have a new hole in his head? What is you talking about? <laughs> this team has no holes.
6: I just don't see the gape like I don't see again, the, the second the second cornerback spot is a concern. Okay. You but you do have Darius Slay. Like I think people overlook well, okay. the fact that you but do besides, have besides
7: a... besides the obvious ones, which James just so eloquently pointed out, you know, the cornerbacks that linebacker, you know, you know the obvious ones. But you got to look at it this way, Elliot. Anybody that's new, i.e., head coach, quarterback, you know, right. bunch of players, anybody who was injured last year or anybody who took a step back last year, they're considered holes until otherwise, you know, proven otherwise.
6: Yeah, I think that's that's a fair way to look at. But when I, when I look at you know some guys that missed time, like I thought Nate Herbig played well last year in Brandon Brooks' spot, you know. So I, I'm just look. They got mm. they got seven games out of Brandon well Brooks enough and Lance Johnson. Four wins. Yeah. Well, look, they had the worst quarterback in the league. Like I, I think that
7: I really think that to we're gonna see.
6: I think we're gonna see this year that Carson, you know, made the rest of the roster look really bad last
7: year. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Just like we'll in twenty nineteen. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get better. into a whole Carson thing here, but uh, all right. We- so my questions: Did you guys hear Ruben Frank the other night? He said Landon Dickerson uh, was too big to be a center. He's probably gonna be a guard.
6: I did hear that. I thought it was an interesting point. Um I mean, Landon Dickerson is a big guy. Like he's six six, uh, I think three thirty. Mm-hmm. Now, Jason Kelsey is undersized, right? So uh, you know, maybe we're just used to seeing a smaller center. Look, he played center in Alabama. At Alabama, so I think he can do it. But mm-hmm. ma- yeah, maybe maybe they project him as a guard. But if they do, I like to pick him less. Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. That's at at thirty seven to take that risk on a guard, like not even a tackle. Come on, right. man.
6: Well, we made fun of the Giants for years for taking. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Will Hernandez? I think at thirty seven. The guard. We, uh-huh.
5: I thought that was a good pick when the Giants took him. I liked oh, Willer.
6: They took yeah. a running back and a guard. Right, the running, the
5: running back. Ahead. I, I ripped him for. And look, I, look. I mean, we saw a guard go 14th in the draft. Elijah Vera Tucker got traded up for him, went fourth in the draft. I, think I don't a think Fourteenth. Uh,
7: look, I'm. I'm just uh, talking uh, with the risk and everything. I understand. That went along it. Look, with
5: it. I, I get it. I get. I, I love. I love the guy. I love the player. I think he's going to be a great NFL player. So I'm, I'm cool with it. But I get it. I absolutely right. understand the risk and also the the. Yes, I'd rather it be a center if I had to try.
7: So how about you guys each give me um, a starter that is not currently a starter on the team. I'll give you guys the uh, undrafted free agent Grimes from Florida. I think he's mm-hmm. going to make the squad you as get, a starter. As a
5: starter? Wow.
7: As wow. the third receiver, yeah. Wow, I yeah. love
6: that take. That's a good. One. I'll give you Kavan Wallace. Kevon
5: Wallace?
7: As your
6: starting safety. All right. All right, I'll go with Davion Taylor. I think last year, last Ooh. year he, they knew he wasn't going to play. It's easy, I think it's easier to get on the field at linebacker than it's going to be at receiver or safety. I know they're not great at those positions, but they all they have at linebacker is Eric Wilson, and then I guess Alex Singleton. I, and look, mm-hmm. we've also seen over the last few years, a high draft stock matters with this team. And Damian yeah. Taylor was a third-round pick, a good point. so I, I think he could end up, if not all a right. starter, playing a ton of snaps.
7: Who's going to surprise you guys in a good way? Take a major step forward this year. I got Jordan Mylata.
6: Okay. I mean, if it's Jalen Hurts too obvious of an answer, I think Jalen Hurts is. I think at the end of the year, we'll be looking at Hurts as like a top 15 quarterback.
5: I love that answer. Uh, I'll go with the Hurts. Uh, here hear about this. I think Landon Dickerson surprises you because I think he plays.
6: And I, mm. you know, I wouldn't put Jalen Rager too far down this. I really think so Rager. I thought of Rager
5: and I couldn't do it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, couldn't I,
6: do I, it. I, I. Was not impressed by regular last year. I think it's fair to be question to have question marks in him. I just believe he's in such a better situation now with Smith right, opposite him
7: and all that. I got two quick ones left for you guys. I'll let you go. Um, Aaron Rodgers, yes or no?
5: No.
6: Wow. Same time we both said no.
7: Def- that, yeah, that's the note. right answer so all right so my prediction for this year and i know it's early guys i got them right now 5 11 of one i'm interested to see what your guys uh, are. i love that you are. went
5: you went to tie again i love yeah. to <laughs> right.
7: have yeah. a good weekend fellas you too, a man.
5: pleasure tommy so right now and we're still a ways away i would have them as like a 6 and 11 7 and 10 type of team but that could change but right now that's the the
6: area i'm in i think 7 and 10 and it's okay, so we're not we, that far. Apart. So it's, it's really hard to come. Mister, up Mr. when they're, they're they can win the, bet on them to win the division. Well, they can win the division at seven and 10, or at least be in it, but I think they're more likely to be an eight-win team than a four-win
5: team.: Two, one, five, five, nine, two, 94, 94. Where do you stand on the Eagles right now in the season? The Eagles made a move yesterday that I liked. I think Elliot liked it too. Agreed. I agree, thought We're going to talk about that coming up next. Plus, he calls us every week. He's usually not very happy. I'm coming at him this week. I got I got something for you.
6: Yeah, you were texting me about. I it this got week. You're
5: ready something. To go. I'm 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 pushing back against the one they call Mad Mike today. 215-592-9494. It's Elliott James. It's Go Birds Radio. And let me remind you that no one does live in game play by play betting better than Park Sportsbook app. Our sportsbook app of choice. Baseballs back. Golf's in full swing. If you sign up now, you can bet live on baseball, golf, pro hoops. Hockey and so much more. They have an incredible offer to get you in on the action. As a new customer, you can make your first bet risk-free up to $500. The Park Sportsbook app is the only sportsbook app based right here in the Delaware Valley. They have it all. Live in-game betting, which is a wild ride. Like, if you're into roller coasters, if you're into fun rides, live in-game be- play-by-play betting is for you. You can do parlays, props, teasers, and so much more. You can bet on individual player performances and, and hoops in hockey and baseball. Things like points, rebounds, goals, strikeouts. Anything you can think of, you could do. Futures. Who's going to win it all in football? Like, it is... A fun, easy-to-use, intuitive app. And and more than anything, it just makes watching these games so much more fun. The Park Casino Sportsbook app gives you the home field advantage. Again, here's the deal. New customers only. Sign up now and you get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's P-A-R-X, casino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS, G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Your risk-free bet is refunded in the site credit. See the website for terms and conditions. Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. In case anyone was wondering, I, I fixed my headphone issue during the break. Good job by you. The new headphones. I wanted to premiere them today.
6: Rough premiere for them. They, it was not great. No, no. But only up from here. Yeah. So Much I like mean, the like, Eagles.
5: very few things I have in my life that I use every day of my life. My work headphones I use every day of my life. Essentially. Yeah. So well, when it's you're important.
6: a radio god, <laughs> <laughs> you need good headphones. Radio guy. You yeah. mispronounced yeah. that. Two
5: one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Coming up in a minute, the Eagles made a move yesterday, an under-the-radar type of move, but uh, I loved it. I actually thought it was a really clever move. Uh, you know, maybe not. It's
6: the type of move they should be making. It's a type
5: of move. Well said. And uh, we'll get into that in a sec. First, I, I got to push back, all right, because we love Mad Mike. Mad Mike is one of our dudes. He calls us every week. We love his calls. He's one of our first calls we take. We enjoy the calls. We enjoy the banter. And generally, Mike and I are on the same page in the sense that we have not been big fans of Howie Roseman. Now...
6: It's an understatement. Understatement.
5: And I generally understand, like, if you're one of those fans that that it's more important to you that Howie Roseman be gone than the Eagles win games, I can understand that. Like, I can't root against the team. I can't do that. But, like, I get it, at least. But Mad Mike is taking this one too far. This is a tweet from Mad Mike. Am I the only one that is kind of hoping Hertz is a bust and Wentz wins the Super Bowl next year? Just want to hear all the talking heads mock the Eagles for trading him away. Mad Mike, you've gone too far.
8: Man, you to be fair, I'm all hopped up on pre-workout right now, so I might come out <laughs> like a spider monkey. Uh so just that was like I was working that day. Like literally I'll 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 lay it out for you. Like Please. I'm a pro- project manager, right? And I was just in between like uh, like meetings, right? And, like, that just popped into my head. Like, a thought popped into my head. I was like, <laughs> man, how much, how great would it be? The chaos. Like, I'm all about chaos lately. Like I, like, I just want to watch the world burn sometimes when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles. And, like, that would be the ultimate for me. Because, like, it would be the
9: ultimate oh,
8: egg on the face of Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie to do something so stupid as to work so hard to get Wentz then get rid of him, and then the guy you just had to have because he reminds us of Russell Wilson will just fails epically, and then uh, Wentz wins a Super Bowl elsewhere. It would be like like my wedding day and my like, graduation, <laughs> and it would be like the like the birth of both of my kids all oh rolled into goodness. like the most awesome day ever if that happened. <laughs>
5: No. First yes. and foremost, there's no rooting for the baby who forced his way out of town. All right, we're not rooting for Carson Wentz. This whole idea of rooting for Carson Wentz is the most asinine, ridiculous thing I've I'm ever heard. Go Carson to co- go to Indy, play 75 percent of the snaps, and go away. Enough with Carson <clears throat> Wentz. Second,
10: you can't root against Jalen
5: Hurts, man. Like I get it, but th- no, we need Jalen Hurts to be good.
10: He's not supposed to be here,
8: like this. But he is hell. here.
5: I get it, yeah, but, he's but he's here. He's not
8: supposed to be like. Howie Roseman fell in love with a player. He had no business. I mean, doing I it. I actually think
5: Jeffrey Lurie fell in love well, with the player. What, if going whoever to be real about fell
8: it. in love with him had no business doing it. So I kind of resent the guy. Like I, I like I have resentment like issues. I guess like maybe I need to speak to a, a psychologist, but I can't afford that. I guess so. I'm just gonna to talk to you guys about it. Actually, I make really good money. I probably could afford it. Could, yeah. <laughs>
5: Look at you. Well, I did just get uh, a man, text. I, flex. I did just get a text from a friend that said a project manager can't be all about chaos. So, yeah, kind well, of conflicting your points well, there, that's Mike. The
8: thing, like, I'm not like my job is so like you know very like I have to do a lot and I'm on calls from like six in the morning till like nine o'clock at night. So like I do a lot of stuff like overseas. So whatever, that's not the point. Uh, but I just love the chaos of it and like my phone. Went absolutely ballistic for like three days of just people
6: calling me a clown and like the welcome thing to my like... life. Twitter, <laughs> you, you had a thought in your head, you tweeted it, and you dealt with it for days. Like welcome yeah. to my life. <laughs> but,
8: but like, I don't know if I should let the people of Philadelphia know. But like, your anger towards me just gives me more power. Like it gives me energy. Like. I don't know if you guys haven't figured that out yet, but I love it. It doesn't make me sad. It makes me happy. The brand is strong. Yeah, and, like, (laughs) here's the thing, guys. Like, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you about your points. Like, Brandon Graham... I don't know if you guys remember, but he <laughs> fell apart last year. Like he, the second half of the season, I think he had one sack. Mike, so your
5: your 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 hate of Brandon Graham is, is so a special I actually, thing. Yeah.
8: I actually was brought onto a podcast to talk about Howie Roseman and my my hate for uh, Brandon Graham. Like so that
5: you know what that is? That's the brand is working. Yo, uh, we love you, buddy. I love you guys too. Have a good one. <laughs> you too. I mean, I just can't. I can't go there. I can understand logically, the idea of wanting a team to be bad so a general manager goes, I kind of did that with the Phillies and Matt Klintec. Like, I've been in that kind of feeling where I was like, at the end of the season, all right, I, like, just lose. Just be done with this. Yeah. Let's just end this thing. But, like, he is taking it to the nth degree.
6: What will be interesting to see is this year is, I think over the last few years, the Eagles have been somewhat, I don't want to say unlikable because they have a lot of great guys on the team, but they've been extremely frustrating to watch. And people, they've been easy to be mad at. And then yeah. last year, especially with the whole Carson thing and Howie and – I understand Howie is not, you know, there, there's no huge Howie Roseman. Very few huge Howie Roseman fans out there. But I think they're setting up to have a very likable roster. Like Jalen Hurts to me is so easy to root for. Yep. He, he's just, he works hard. He's overcome a lot of Coaches, things. Coaches, kids. Yeah, like, kids. Cares about the game. Right. Work, like
5: football dude, and, all that stuff. And
6: I know that posting your workouts on Instagram doesn't mean you're working out and nobody else is. I get that. But I swear, every time I open his Instagram, he's working out. with well, the Eagles, he looks receiver. huge. Let's yeah, be real. I mean, yeah. those those
5: videos of him and Devonte Smith, my man, looked like yeah. he's been working out. That's for sure. And
6: over the last few years, Carson has tried to get the team together. And I don't. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but like last year, he had guys try to work out with him in Houston. I think and Alshon wasn't there. Like Deshaun wasn't there. I swear, every receiver on the Eagles roster has worked out with. Jalen at some point, like Dallas Goddard was, Miles Sanders. It really seems like guys do gravitate to him. Coming
5: up in a minute, we're going to talk about a move the Eagles made yesterday, but first, let's go to Levittown and talk to Jared. Hey, Jared.
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, so first off, uh, can you guys please block his number? Please. <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't, I can't understand it. It's so nihilistic. It's so ridiculous. It is nihilistic.
5: It's a yes, it's it, great it word for by attention.
2: you, I, I just don't want to hear that it's genuine anymore. Come to Levittown if you want to talk about him. Oh, I got a project you can manage. Other it's than all, that, it's let's all just love. move on. Yeah. Let's move on. Um, Milton Williams, I need people to chill out on him saying he's only got four sacks. Mm. He's got two of the best defensive linemen in the Eagles' history to teach him. Yeah. He's got the tools. He's got, the, I assume, the skill. He's got basically the same frame, I'd say, as Brandon Graham. And the mentality, I'd say, of Fletcher Cox, where he just wants to go in there and wreck. So I'm actually excited for him. So I think he's Brandon more Becker's athletic. I think he's more athletic than Brandon Graham.
6: Brandon Graham, to me, isn't... I mean, he's more athletic than most defensive yeah, linemen, you know. Athlete. Now, to your point about the yeah, four exactly. sacks, and I'm somebody that is concerned about that, right? So, but I think you make a good point that, you know, where this team is at, and I do think they'll be more competitive than people think, but... As much as I didn't like the land, I didn't like the pick. I do get the logic of look, it's a high upside pick. Now he has a low floor too because you know, unlike Devonte Smith or even Landon Dickerson to a certain extent, he hasn't played against elite competition. He hasn't shown he can be an elite player actually playing football. But you right. are right that he is going to come in here. He's going to learn from great players, and so. I like, I like the athleticism, for sure. I just don't think you can count on him to be a contributing player next year. I think more 2022 is when maybe you say, okay, he's going to play a lot of snaps and can be that guy.
2: Yeah, and that's fine, because he's not a first-round pick. I have Absolutely. no problem with that. Yeah. I'm, sure I'm perfectly fine with him being a rotational player for this season yeah. and getting more reps next season and then maybe becoming a starter in the third season. Mm-hmm. I, I'm cool with that. You know, I just I want to see him develop. I want people to give him a chance, because... In this town right now, man, people are just jumping all over people. I mean, Jared, it's a great point. Especially
5: with with the Williams pick, where it's like because of the whole video and stuff, I feel like this poor kid has been caught up in something that, like, he doesn't deserve. Like he got. Tra- you yeah, hear not, his video, not his not call. Even. Like he was so like happy and crying, and like it's like yeah. let this kid have his moment and don't make it all about the Howie Tom Dono. Attack. So Jared, let yeah, me and ask shout you. Shout out
2: to Gannon, bro, because he was excited. That he was pumped, man. Was make me like hype I don't know if I've it, ever man. seen if anyone he's excited, clap that hard. His like if he's arms that were like. Life about it. I'm life about it. He's the guy that wants them. He's the D coordinator. I'm all for it. So
6: Jared, let me ask you. It sounds like you're higher on the team than most people. Like for going into next year, kind of the theme of the show. I mean, where they where do you see them now that free agency has happened, the draft? Like where do you see the team at?
2: Uh, all right, bro. Well, let me disclaimer. I'm an optimist. So oh, same here, man. I mean, I mean, t- take what I say with a grain of salt. Uh, cause Matt Mike clearly is not, huh. but, um, I see them about where you do seven, eight. I mean, if they get lucky and you know, there's injuries to other teams and they go on a roll, I can see them winning 10 or 11, but no more okay. than that. Okay. Um, well, I like the optimism. It's, yeah. It's, it's, and it really depends on how Hertz plays, how Sirianni coaches. And if, players can stay healthy because that's been the biggest thing for us jared good call man healthy
5: call us again uh all right um and look good nice we got we went from like high level pessimism pessimism to some optimism i almost said pessimism because the nihilism anyway uh i don't know what nihilism means (laughs) look go ahead it's a perfect word it was a perfect (laughs) It, it sounds good it is a philosophy okay nothing matters is kind of the idea of it all right um the Eagles made a move yesterday, yes, and a, a nice move. So, on Johnson, for those who don't know him, uh, was a second-round draft pick a few years ago running back by the Lions, was waived by the Lions, and the Eagles picked him up. And, and you could say running back, not one of their biggest needs. They just drafted Kenneth Gamewell in the fifth round, but this is a guy who, coming out of college, was a legit,
6: legit prospect, yeah. and only because of
5: injuries, never really got it going. in Detroit, like,
6: this is the exact type of guy the Eagles should be taking a shot on. So, obviously, the concern is the knee. He had a knee injury. He missed time with it. He wore a brace last year. But this is a guy that you literally just put a roster claim in. You didn't give up anything to get him. You're not committing any type of real money to him. And this is a type of move I think the Eagles should be making because their, their point of the rebuild that they're at, just take swings on guys yep. and maybe you find – That right? talent. Bring a bunch of guys in. You can just cut him if he's not good. Yep. And I don't think they will cut him because I think he'll come in here and play well. But what, the things I like about Carryon Johnson – one, like you mentioned, top of the second round. You have to be a really good running back to go that high, especially in today's NFL where running backs are not drafted high. Uh, excellent pass blocker, which isn't you know the most exciting thing in the world, but it'll get him on the field. And the Eagles don't have a lot of great pass blockers. Kenneth Gainwell is undersized. He's, he has some highlights to pass blocking, but he's not a really consistent one. Miles Sanders has been up and down with it. on Johnson last year was one of the best pass blocking running backs in the NFL. Wow. Uh, so that's a huge strength of his. The other thing I like about him is he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He averaged uh, almost 13 yards a catch two years ago, prior to the knee injury. So you you saw that he can be a part of the passing game. And what I think it signals is Nick Sirianni is really going to use the running backs. I up. hope so, man. And maybe not as runners, as silly as that sounds. Like I don't think he's going to run the ball. The Naeem Hines thing, like yeah. guys out of the backfield, different stuff, all yep. that. I think he's going to really include the running backs. And if if Miles Sanders has the bounce back year that I think he can. Uh, and Carryon Johnson, Kenneth Gainwell, like, they're going to have a really, really good set of pass-catching running backs. And I'm really uh, excited to see what he's going to do with them.
5: It could be one of the strengths of the offense in terms of positions, that running back group. I think has yeah. a chance to be really good. And to to your point and just the overall point is, like, this team needs talent. Like, take a shot on a guy who could be really talented or is talented and could put it all together here.
6: And we're we're far from the, the season being here, so they'll have to prove it again and again. But last year, I thought a mistake they made was picking older guys over younger guys. Right? They cut Casey Tuhill to bring Vinnie Curry back when your roster was you know you're like two and seven at the time or whatever it was. I like bringing in younger guys. Like I'd rather see Carry on Johnson than I would uh, Jordan Howard. Now Jordan Howard's not super old by far. Yeah, like it's not even a question. So for me. I, I hope they continue to do that. Like I want to see I want to see them value snaps for younger guys over getting. Fringe players. Now I understand like Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, like certain older guys are going to play. But there's no reason for your backups to be like older veterans. And I think Carrion Johnson's a perfect mix. He is good, but he's also not super old.
5: Yeah. And also look, take advantage of being higher in the waiver order, right? Which I mean they rarely are. Exactly. Yeah. That's my point. Like someone would have claimed Carrion Johnson. He wasn't gonna go through waivers. Like someone's gonna take a shot on that guy. Like you're high in the waiver order. Yep. Use that. Like use any advantage you got. So yeah, I, I actually really like that move. Two on Ninety-four, ninety-four. where do you stay on the Eagles? If you want to talk about carry on Johnson, 215-592-9494. 94, 94. And, uh, and generally, where do you stand on this team heading into the season, essentially, like more or less the group? Now, we're, there are some question marks. We're going to get into Zach Ertz. Yeah. I want to get Elliot's thoughts on Zach Ertz coming up. And also, uh, Demonte Smith joined Chris Long. Elliot had a chance to listen to it. And, uh, it's a
6: phenomenal interview.
5: Came away impressed. We're going to hear about that as well coming up next. Plus your calls, 215-592-9494. 94. 94. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and shorts. Sportsbook, Elliot Shore Parks. I was going to say Elliot Shore, and I was like, Sportsbook, Shortsbook, yeah. is how that came out? Well, a lot of people- I mean, Parks, I was, Parks,
6: Parks. Parks, Parks. A lot of people growing up, you know, Elliot Shorts, Parks, because uh, yeah. I'm short Or
5: That's a tough not one. Not short. But I'm if, just yeah. not tall. If you're wearing shorts one day, they're like, shorts! Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's tough. My name lends itself to- uh, <laughs> It does. <laughs> it, it does. does. Yeah. yeah, it's easy. As we've heard, Tom from Aventon call you like 60 different yes, things. Yes, exactly. 215592. 94-94 with you till three, I believe John Johnson after that. Um, talking about the Eagles, as they stand, the draft is over. The team is pretty much currently as it's going to be constructed. I want to get to Zach Ertz and what Elliot thinks is going to happen with that. Because, again, I think if, you know, most Eagles fans thought that by the end of the draft, one way or another, Zach Ertz, the situation would be figured out. Yeah,
6: I'm excited to talk about it, but it's funny how many times this offseason it's been we're going to get your thoughts on Zach Gertz. And I go, yeah, he's not going to be here. <laughs> and then he's still here. Yeah. So maybe I'm wrong. But, it, like you know, well, we'll get to it. We'll
5: get to it. Also, uh, Devontae Smith on with Chris Long. And uh, apparently very impressive. We'll get yeah. to that as well for now. Let's get back to the phones. 215-592-9494. Where do you stay on this Eagles team? Let's go to Vancouver and talk to our good buddy, Tom. Hey, Tom.
4: Hello, gentlemen. What's going on, man? Good to hear from you. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, you you need to have a, some, a few good uh, positive callers every time you get mad, Mike. Yeah, it's like we
5: have to balance it out. It takes like three or four positive callers to balance out the the mic. Negativity. And,
4: and, and I imagine Mike's probably listening now, so uh, you know, I'm I'm striking that fine balance because I actually find that overall, over the past few weeks, he's been more positive. But I but I don't know. Maybe that was pre-draft, and yeah. maybe post-draft he's gone bad because the draft actually went reasonably well. Yeah, I also so, think
6: with the Eagles, people, like, they've been so frustrating for so many months. The Devontae Smith thing just gave people a chance to be positive. It did for me. And it's you can jump on it. It did you know? for
5: me, man. Like, yeah. you know, we did that pod right after the pick, the night of the pick. Elliot and I recorded a pod, and it was – by far the most excited I've yeah. been to talk Eagles in a long oh. time. Like it, 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 it
6: infused life in. me. I got to talk Eagles with this guy four times a week, and it was just <laughs> like draining how negative he was.
4: Now, well, with good reason. James. you actually started sounding like normal James yeah. after the draft. <laughs> I know, I
6: know. It's it's good just, to have James back.
4: So
5: I'm just excited yeah. to watch that dude play football, man. I'm, I'm excited to see what him and hurts could do.
4: Hey, I would never heard Dave uh, Uram uh, before. You ran. Duram? Duram, yeah. Is that what his name is? Duram? Yeah, so I listened to him last night because he was in for Sean Bell, I think it was. Is mm-hmm. that is that right? I know he and, was on
5: last night. Yeah, I didn't know who he was in for, but I knew
4: he was on. Oh, okay. so he said something that I thought fit well with what you guys were saying uh, or debating, I suppose, a few weeks ago about naming Jalen number one. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that, uh, how he basically said in, the, in an interview recently that it was, he basically said what we were talking about, that it's Jalen's job to lose.
5: Yeah. Well, you the most recent, more or less, he said, we want we want Jalen to be the, what was the exact phrase? He, he, he wants t- Jalen to uh,
6: go out, grab the job, and run with it. Yeah,
5: him. which is all we said. No. I'm like, just say, like, all right, we want Jalen to win this job, or what, however you want to phrase it. You don't have to say, like, full on, he's a starter, but you can allude to it without well, the other treating us like idiots. The
6: other interesting part of the quote that didn't get as much headlines, but I thought was more telling, was he also said, look... We're, you know, we're going to build the offense so so it complements him, right? We're going to put tools around him to help him. So, you know, earlier in the offseason, there was a report from Chris Mortensen at ESPN, which was essentially Lurie wants to build around Hurts. I think we're seeing it. Like, yep. we're seeing in, in their action. So, yeah, I think the going out and grabbing the job and running with it certainly is noteworthy, but the fact that they're building the team with Hurts in mind, I thought was just as noteworthy.
4: Okay, so a couple of questions for you guys. Do you support top QBs in athlete uh, power plays? And I'm thinking of Aaron Rodgers. And, you, you know, we've seen more of that uh, ever since, I guess, it was Le'Veon Bell was yeah. probably the first one. I, like, I do think, we support quarterback power plays? Like,
5: do we support the guys doing that? Uh. I, I, I'm I'm torn on it. I think it's entering into a, a dangerous area. Like, I don't like the way the NBA has been with this the last few years and the player power movement and, and guys just kind of just like James Harden, like forcing his way out of Houston. I don't like that too much that type of stuff but at the same time I'm it's a dichotomy for me Tom because I also NFL players have such a short window to to make the the most money they can make in their life and also are putting their bodies on the line could get hurt at any moment that I'm generally a big proponent of go get your money in the NFL. So I'm torn on it, to I, be blatantly I, honest. I'm a
6: big fan of it. I, I really like player movement. I think it's exciting. I think it's good for the league. I mean, how exciting is all this quarterback rumors and trades been this offseason? But but not just that, you know, I do think players should, to a certain degree, get to pick where they play. I mean, you know, if if you sign a one-year deal or whatever – Sorry, if you sign a big five-year deal and one year in, you force your way out. Like maybe that's a little different, but I do think in general. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has played in Green Bay for what eighteen years, you know, something like that. He's given all of his career pretty much to that team. If he wants to leave, I think he's. I,
4: I'm supportive of that. So last thing, um, the when I'm listening, when I'm thinking about the Eagles in the next year, I actually, you know, I'm a little more optimistic than I was, but I was not optimistic at all before. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think Sirianni. I feel a lot more positive about him. I thought he did a great job during the draft yeah. when uh, when we were hearing him speak and such. And but El- Elliot, I gotta say, like when we're talking about the defensive backs, much more on James's side. Like when we're talking about Slay, and then I'll hang up and let you guys go for it. But uh, you know, Slay, how healthy is he going to be if we're thinking about it?
5: Mm-hmm. Well, Tommy, great comment.
6: I mean, look, he was, I guess, in and out a little bit last year. More coming out of the game. I don't know how many starts he missed.
5: Yeah, I think it was one. Maybe Maybe, there was one game.
6: Um, Yeah, look, the secondary is a concern. Now, that being said, like they do have, Anthony Harris has top 10 safety potential. Darius Slay has top 10 cornerback potential. In fact, he probably just flat out is a top 10 cornerback. Anthony Harris has to bounce back a little bit, but in 2019, he was arguably a top 3 safety. So, yes, they do have holes for sure, but that shouldn't over overlook the, the the talent they have. They're like they have very talented players as well in the secondary. They just have holes they have to do. Yeah, and the
5: depth obviously is because not just
6: the starters, but then it's if you
5: don't have the starters and who's behind the yep. starters, so so on and so forth. Um, all right, back to the phones in a sec, quickly. Uh, Devonte Smith, uh, you mentioned it was on with Chris Long, Chris Long's podcast this week, and uh, you came away incredibly impressed.
6: Yeah, so uh, Devonte Smith, as you mentioned, was on Chris Long's podcast called The Green Light. Quick side note: Chris Long, he's a Awesome media guy. Just love this guy. I love everything about him. Very good at interviewing. Players feel comfortable with him, you can tell. And what really came away to me from Devontae Smith was we spent so many months here in Philly questioning, like, does this, can he play at 166 pounds? Is he too undersized? And it was just interesting to hear him talk about how he's literally dealt with that his entire life. Like every step of his journey, he's been told, okay, you're too small. Like in high school, too small. He talked about how he had to drive around the country and go to different camps just to get college coaches to look at him. And he told one story about how he went to a camp and uh, they wouldn't let him on the field because they didn't think he was a good enough prospect. He snuck into the line, beat the best cornerback for a long touchdown, and then he got all the reps from there on out. Like, just little things like that. And how when even at Alabama, initially they didn't want him. Then they convinced him. And so, you know, I think there's certain people in life that you know have things that they have to overcome. And there's no question that his weight is something he has to overcome. But he's done it time and time again. And it doesn't mean he definitely will in the NFL. But just listening to him talk about how every step he's worked his way past what his issue is made me more confident that, yes, he is going to be a very good NFL receiver. He has the work ethic. He has the talent. He has all those things. And he's done it before. Like, he's answered the questions about being undersized at every level in a huge way. And I just think it's incredibly impressive. I just I came away very impressed with who he was as a person. And
5: also, I think one thing that that, that alludes to that you to mention is is that he's had a chip on his shoulder his entire career. Right. And I think that stuff matters. Like People always joke about, like, Tom Brady could name every quarterback who was drafted before him. Like, that matters. That's something yeah. that Tom Brady used as fuel to be better and to work harder and all stuff. Like, that stuff matters, especially in a sport— as tough, as violent, as physical as football, like, you need to find ways to push through. You need to find motivation to to be better, to work harder, to keep pushing when you're so tired. Like, that all matters, and this kid has developed a culture of that in his life. Like, mm-hmm. this kid is always saying, like, oh, you don't believe me? I'm going to prove you wrong. And that's my favorite thing you can have. Yeah, and he said, player.
6: you know, when he when he initially committed to Alabama, he knew that Jerry Judy was going, but he didn't know Henry Ruggs was. And then when he found out Henry Ruggs was coming, he said, you know what? I'll go, and the best player will play, right? And, you know, how he talked about how at Alabama... You know, it was an everyday competition to get snaps. And look, I know that everyone that makes the NFL overcomes something. I get that. But I was just very impressed with his ability to continually prove people wrong about the weight.
5: Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four.
6: Elliot and I both huge believers
5: in Devontae Smith. If you're not, we'd love to hear from you because uh, you don't hear too many. I think that's one of the few things Eagles have done in recent memory that, yeah. that most people are on board with. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to West Philly and talk to my buddy Cordell. How you been, Cordell?
11: Hey, what's going on, James and Elliot? How you going? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. James,
9: you know I love you, man, but uh, I, I kind of disagree with you
5: Oh, today. no. Tell me why, Cordell.
9: Well, because I, I, I believe
5: that, you know,
9: with the Eagles getting rid of Carson and, um, and Doug, they changed their whole mentality about what they're trying to do and where they're trying to go. We have no idea what the coach is going to be like. But I don't think he could be a coach that wants to throw the ball 65% of the time like Doug did. Um, I,
5: I don't think he is either, Cordell. My worry is that the people above him are telling him to do that. You know, we heard the whole Jeffrey Lurie thing with getting mad at Doug after 34 points in Green Bay because they ran the ball too much. I worry about them pressing down. But, I look, we don't know what type of op 6 series going to run, but I think we can assume— from everything we've heard about and the way he talked, that he's going to want to run the ball. Well, court.
6: he wouldn't have been hired if he didn't agree with Jeffrey Lurie's philosophy. That's true, So out. You would so think, Maybe yeah. he'll run it more, but I think more likely you'll see a lot more screen passes and stuff like that. I'd be very surprised if he came out and they were even a top 15 running team. well
11: Okay. All right. So In attempts. But, they might do it well when they do right, it, Right. right in right, attempts, right. Of course.
6: Well, I do believe that I think,
9: they, I think they're going to have a little bit more of a balanced attack than they did last year. Um, and, and with that said, I think – our offense is going to be a lot better. As far as the holes that we have, um, yeah, it does seem like we have a lot of holes to fill and everything, but I think the players that we have, I, I, this is just my opinion. I, mm-hmm. I don't know much about the facilities or whatever, but with all the injuries that the Eagles have suffered over the last few years, we have to look at the – the. Uh, the field that they play on and the, and the practice facilities that they play on, maybe the surfaces that they are using may not be good for football. Maybe they need to try to change the surfaces that they're, that, you know, this yeah. artificial turf stuff that they're using because evidently it must be putting some kind of strain on these guys' body where they physically can't stay with it during game
6: time when they go and play on that. So I, I think Greg like Colquino. Yeah. Look, I think they, they look into every reason there could be injuries. I'm not going to say should. it's the fields. Like, I'm in the NovaCare, at least prior to COVID, quite a bit. Uh, it's an old facility at this point. I mean, it's been around a while. But Jeffrey Lurie is certainly an owner that puts a lot of money into into these things. So, I, I look, I think the injuries happen because they've been an older roster, flat out. And some bad luck. Just yeah, like bad luck. I'm sure general. there
5: is. But I, I the, the point, the heart of what Cordell is saying and the idea of, like, when you've had this many injuries this many years in a row and it's been this like kind of ubiquitous for right. your team across the, the board i do think you look at everything oh, like, they're, And who yeah, and you, they are. and they're you do trying. look at the fields, I mean, you look at the the practice routines you look at how much water i mean like, you look at everything so and they are i'm you sure know, they are just i'm not saying to, yeah. i'm sure they are and then, look it's not an exact science that's the problem every body is different every person is different all that type of stuff 215592 94 94. Where do you stand on the Eagles right now? The draft is over. The team is pretty much constructed. We'll talk Ertz coming up next. Elliot seemed a little wavery there. Like, I said he's not going to be on the team, but like, maybe starting to doubt himself. We'll get his feel on that next. Plus, your calls at 215 592. 94 94. Again, let me remind you that no one does live in game play by play betting better than Park Sportsbook app, our sportsbook app of choice. Baseball's back. Golf's in full swing. You can sign up now. Get bet live on baseball, golf, pro hoops, hockey, and so much more. They have an incredible offer to get you in on the action. As a new customer, you can make your first bet risk-free up to $500. $500! The Park Sportsbook app is the only sportsbook app based right here in the Delaware Valley, and they have it all. Live in-game betting, which is a wild ride. It is a blast, especially if you like, you know, Big swings. It is it is a lot of fun. Parlays, props, teasers, parlays, our favorite. We love our parlays here on the Go Birds Podcast. Props, teasers, and so much more. You can bet on individual player performances, pro hoops, hockey, basketball, things like points, rebounds, goals, strikeouts, anything and everything. You can bet on futures. Who's gonna win the title? You can bet on Who's going to win awards? Anything and everything you can think of in the app's easy. It's intuitive. It's fun to use. And it makes these games so much more fun. The Parks Casino Sportsbook app gives you the home field advantage. Here's the deal. New customers only. Sign up now. And get your first bet risk-free up to $500, risk-free. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S at parkscasino.com slash PA. Again, that's P-A-R-X casino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. See the website for terms and conditions. Hour two of Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore, Parks, James Seltzer with you. Till three, John Johnson coming your way after. A true legend coming in after us. Says, you know, we just like to fill time for you. What's up, Elliot? You got so I got love when I'll see Elliot and he's doing the little, like, come to me, I got something.
6: Yeah, well, it's not breaking news. But, um, you know, we're talking about Devontae Smith and his attitude and how much we're enjoying, uh, you know, just the way he carries himself. So he was asked on a, uh, I guess this is actually on um on Chris Long's podcast as well. I must have forgot about it. But he said, which young quarterback duo is the best? He was asked, Burrow or Chase, Tua or Waddle. He said, him and Jalen. Love it. So, love certainly it. got the confidence. Yeah. I, mean, I love My favorite
5: answer the entire time still from him was the, what's your favorite route? Any. Yeah, that was a I just like,
6: dude, it's a good one. It's my guy right there. I love it. I'm all have, in. It's good to have a receiver I'm too. so all in on this guy. Look, like, Alshon was confident, clearly. Deshaun was confident. But, like, it's just – it's refreshing to see a receiver on the on the roster that really does exude that confidence, and you believe in him too though yeah, and you it's know not on Twitter like crying or oh man, you know whatever, yeah,
5: now, I'm with you again, in that position, you need confidence, you really yeah. do you need some swag, you need some confidence to that position, and it's just exciting to have a young guy at that position who we're excited about, who's good, like yep. it's it feels foreign. It just it feels like something well, we're not up. used to.
6: Eagles rookie minicamp is coming up. I mean, there's a slim chance we might you know, maybe get a chance to see him there, which yeah. would be exciting, and then the mandatory minicamp. So pretty soon we're going to start actually seeing this team, which is kind of what we started the show off with, saying, like, the roster's basically set. Like, they could make a move. They're, they're going to sign a corner. But realistically, the people that are going to have the most impact on the season this year are, are here, like the coach, the quarterback, the, the you know, Devontae Smith. So we can actually really start to get a good look at, like, what can this team be?
5: And that's what we're asking you. Where do you stand on the
6: Eagles? What is this
5: team? How much hope or non hope do you have? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Downingtown and talk to Tom. Hey, Tom. Hey, guys.
6: How you doing? Hey, what's up, Tom? Uh, both of you were
9: pretty positive on the on the carry on Johnson. Yeah, and that would that was that's the seventh running back on a ninety
6: man roster, right? Uh yes, because they have Adrian Killens, they have Elijah Holyfield. Clement's no, still here. No, he's not.
10: Oh, Clement's not here anymore. Yeah,
6: he's not. Oh wow. Here. Yeah. So go. yeah, I think they have seven. You're right.
10: Yeah, and and so three additions in the off season
9: have been running backs. So they're they're definitely prioritizing. Yep. Uh, carry on, fell to them. Gamewell could have been a, a second or third rounder. They got him in the fifth. Good move. And Jordan Howard's uh, a retread, but he ha- he did have flashes, you know, in, yeah, for in this the team near with the Eagles.
5: Thing. Yeah, no question.
6: Yeah, I think um, they're definitely prioritizing the position, and I think it shows that again. I don't think they're going to be a running team first, but I think you're going to see a lot of running back touches this year through the passing game.
9: I, I hear you, Elliot. I-, I think I think we're going to, with Jeffrey's blessing, um. See more of a of a of a focused running attack, and I want to I want to use one game and and one play in that game. Remember the Buffalo game in 2019.
5: Uh, yep. Yeah. Went to Buffalo and won. I,
9: yeah, I was up there, and what was wonderful is because of the weather, it was very very windy. Yeah, you know, like yep. 25 30 mile an hour winds, and it was wet. So luckily. Now, I'm being sarcastic and facetious at the same time. <laughs> Half of Dougie T's playbook got thrown
12: away.
9: <laughs> so they, they had to go back and play what I would call real football, mono, mono. And Miles Sanders ran for like a 55, 58 yep. yard touchdown. Remember Elliott and Kings? Yep. Yeah, yeah, look, sure. I was there
6: in Buffalo that day, too. It, the wind certainly was wild.
9: How many backs in the backfield, not including the quarterback?
6: Like, on that play?
5: Two. Yeah. Oh, that Jordan Howard blocking. Yeah. That was the, yep. the famous Jordan Howard blocking for him downfield play.
9: Right. And that was a good old blast play. It kicked off the second half of the game and put, a, you know what, right
5: on Buffalo. Now, Buffalo was up no, and Tom, them Tommy, this is yeah. a, a – look, great call. Uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. I want the Eagles to be a more hard nose run the football type of team based on their personnel. Like, based on what they... You know me, Elliot. I'm a, I'm a big believer in the best coaches are the coaches who look at what they have and say, all right, how can I take what I have and make that work based yeah. on the best skills of those players and not say, this is what I do, you're going to fit into what I Chip do. Chip Kelly. The Chip Kelly. Thing.
6: Yeah. No, look, I'm not against running the ball, but I also think we need to be honest with ourselves and yeah. say, you win in the NFL by throwing. Well, like, Also, they have an owner
5: who's obsessed with throwing, Right. Too. Like, I mean, to be real. They,
6: they're going to be successful again when they can throw the ball at a high level. Now... he's right. In Buffalo, they ran the ball. They were more physical than the Bills, and they won that game, and there's certainly something to that. I'm not diminishing it, but ultimately, they're not going to become Super Bowl contenders behind a great running game. Like They have to be able to throw the ball.
5: Let's go to Cherry Hill and talk to my buddy Dominic. Yo, Dom!
6: Yo, guys! How's it going? Hey, what's up, man?
1: Guys, I listen all the time. My man. Um, Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So, I'm, like, really excited. Like, I was kind of, I mean... James knows I'm, I'm always a positive yes, caller. Yes, Dom is a about positive just guy. About everything. Nice. Yeah. So, like, I even found the positives last year and everything like that. But after the draft, man, I was really excited. Like, unlike, a, you know, I would say a fair amount of people, I loved the Landon Dickerson pick. I felt like it was a good risk to make. It sent the right message to Jalen Hurts. You know, that we want to protect you. You know, the mm-hmm. future on the line. You know, we, we want to give you a real shot at this. And a lot of people clamored for that before this before this draft was. Hopefully we, we get some offensive line depth, too. You know what I mean? Because that's the important part here. He's versatile. And the Devontae Smith thing, I mean, I'm really excited about it. Because, like, you look around the league, and last year, there's so many playmakers. Like, on mm-hmm. the Cowboys, we see it all the time in our division. Tyree Kill, the Chiefs. You know, the Bucs, like, we have never had that. No, it's... And now we're getting ourselves a Heisman Trophy-winning wide receiver that is a big play guy. And I think he can handle the volume, too. I love it. And yeah, I and think look, he's, he's a Philly guy.
6: That's why at number 12, or, you know, number 6, then number 12, and then ultimately number 10, my priority for this team was just get a playmaker. Like, I understood the Sertain thing, and I know a good cornerback helps this team. But to your point, there's so many teams around the league where – you play them on a Sunday, you go, how are we going to stop that guy? Like, how, how are we going to stop Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb? How are we going to stop Kenny Galladay, right? And the Eagles didn't have one of those guys. They had Zach Ertz, but he's a different type of guy because he's not an explosive player down the field. I think that Devontae Smith can be that guy. Like, he's going to have to earn it, right? He's a rookie. Teams are probably going to key on him a little bit because he'll be their best receiver. But he's going to have to earn the respect of the league. But I think he has the potential to do that. And when you use a top 15 pick, I think you have to get a difference maker on the offensive side of the ball, and he can be that.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And I and I think for this team, I think it is realistic that they could win 9 games. Now, yeah, yeah right now it sounds crazy, of course. No, and even, but like you uh, know the energy will pick up. And um, look,
5: I, I think with the division and and great calls always with the division, obviously I think you could say anything like, you know, 9 wins is not insane. I don't think they'll win 9 games, but you could definitely map out a scenario, especially if look, if Jalen Hurts is great. If yeah. Jalen Hurts is like, "Oh, we got our guy." Like then, you know, the whole pr- pr- perspective of the season changes quickly i want to go back to the dickerson thing quickly that he was saying because Howie said something that is so hokey but i 100 percent agree with like and and baldy came on our show the midday show and said the exact same thing and like Howie said you bet on the person sometimes not the player and i actually think with landon dickerson like yeah like i'm betting on that guy like that guy to 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 work to do what it takes to be healthy to be ready to know his
6: body all that stuff he
5: talked about it when he was on the angel like this guy is, like, the type of... Like, this guy's a winner. Landon Dickerson's a yeah, winner. And so, I do think that matters.
6: And, again, I look, we just talked about how great Devontae Smith has been and the stuff we've heard him say. So I agree with you about that. Yeah, we but, can't say the
5: one thing on the do- Devontae Smith side and then be like, well, Landon Dickerson, same thing, but... like, Well,
6: but Devontae Smith... Has backed it up every step of the way, Landon. Well, Dickerson— just, He's just gotten hurt, Landon. Dickerson, well, but that's as my player, point. I mean, yeah. presumably, Landon Dickerson has always been a great guy, right? Like everything you hear about him, and he was that guy that you that you know you believe in at Alabama, and he, you know, twice he had season-ending injuries. So I agree that yes, Landon Dickerson seems like a great guy. The fact that Alabama valued him so much when he wasn't there a long time speaks to him as a leader. But you you just can't control injuries, like, and if if you have four and five years that is a pretty strong indication that it is going to happen again. And I'm not saying to the same body part, although I think it's more likely. But regardless... Yes, he's a great guy, but ultimately he can't control whether he's injured or not. No, and but that's my concern. R-
5: sure, sure, but just because he had injuries in college doesn't mean he's going to be an injury player. No, but pro. it's a
6: very strong indication. It's a,
5: it's, it's a more of an indication. But I mean, it, it's not something that like there have been guys who've been injured in college and had great pro careers with no issues, and and vice versa. And, yeah. So, but you
6: you don't want the guy to have four out of five years. Of, of season,
5: Well, obviously. Yeah. But okay. also, if he doesn't have that, he's the thirteenth pick in the draft. You know. So like, I'm willing to, to take that risk mm. to get that type of talent if I believe in the guy and I believe. In, in his ability to, to stay healthy. two one five 592 Let's go to Allentown and talk to Ellsworth. Hey, buddy. How you been, Ellsworth?
2: How you doing, James?
11: Elliot? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, not much. Um, Just before I get to my Eagles point, uh, Wednesday uh, on the Midday Show, you were talking about Let It Be and Mary being John Lennon's mom. Mary was Paul McCartney's mom. Yeah, Paul McCartney.
5: And... Yeah. Did, yep. you,
11: did someone say Lennon? We talked about his you, McCartney. You, I thought. you did. You did. <laughs> I didn't.
5: I definitely did not, because I was reading off of Wikipedia when I said it. I didn't know it was McCartney's well, that's mom. Because,
11: that's because uh, uh, your other ke- child, uh, the Hammer, was saying Lennon.
5: Oh, and well, maybe he did. You, I read it off got, of Wikipedia.
11: You got caught up. Got caught up eh, I'm going to say him. you're wrong
5: <laughs> about this, because I read we'll it, it off Wikipedia. Check the
11: so I'm, check, check the tape, I will, but I'm, okay. I'm
5: pretty sure you're wrong about that, because I literally read it off Wikipedia. So
11: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you did. Uh, but... Um, what do you got on the Elliot, Eagles <laughs> Elliot Elliot said uh, Miles Sanders back uh bounced back year. Yeah. Um what was wrong with last year?
5: He didn't play that well and Yeah, he was hurt I mean look, I lot. thought
6: there was a few issues with Miles last year. First of all, he did struggle to stay healthy, which isn't his fault, but ultimately he's not great. Um and I mean, you know, he didn't have a great year catching the ball. I think he had 500 something yards his rookie year last year, and I think Carson played a role in it. He just couldn't get anything going in the passing game. Uh, he had a cute, a few uh, key fumbles, if I remember correctly. So, look, he he still had explosive moments. He had the big run against the Saints. I, I think there was a lot to be encouraged about, but I don't think Miles would even tell you he had yeah. the, he had you know, 867 he to have last
5: seven year. yards rushing. Like that's not what right. he wants.
11: Like that's not On 163 carries, 5.3 average, which is. We had a couple
5: really long runs in there, Ellsworth. That that <laughs> well, adds look, up that, that, your average that, yards per carry, look, right? I mean, you have a couple seventy-five yarders that that really helps you. I,
6: I'm not saying you, I'm not saying to give up on Miles Sanders. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying he did have a down year last year. Like he he did not. Without the question, year, he
5: it. without we we so prior to the season, Ellsworth, we were talking about on the Parks app. We were talking about bets we liked, and we loved the total yards over it was like what like fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred, fifty whatever. And he was under. He was under it. So like he was disappointing last year, Ellsworth.
11: Um, yeah, he, he he missed a few games with injuries. And there were a lot of games last year where he came through the first half averaging six to eight yards a carry. Yeah,
6: and they went away from and,
11: him. And they went away from him. And yeah. he didn't play the whole third quarter in a lot of those games. And that had a lot to do with the overall production. Yep. And, uh, yeah, look, I don't look,
12: think any of us, us are down. The call. Yeah, we're of we're of not saying he was on.
6: horrible. We just expected more. That's yeah. okay, right? Like, well, and I think running backs especially – They do really count on the rest of the offense, like the offensive line, the passing game, all those things. So, and he had, you know, a bad quarterback last year, and the offensive line dealt with a lot of injuries, and that played a role. But you want to get more out of Miles Sanders every year moving forward than you did last year. Yeah,
5: especially because with those guys, with running backs that you draft, like you want to get your value out of yep. those first contracts. You don't know if you're going to sign him again. You're certainly not going to give him a ton of money if you're the Eagles most likely. That's not the way they
6: operate. Certainly not if he plays like he did last year. Well,
5: that for sure. Right. I just don't think there's any way you can't say last year was a slight disappointment. Like he just was. Like yeah. it's okay. The whole team was. Exactly. <laughs> it's okay. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Allentown, Allentown and, talk, Allentown to and Peter. talk to Peter. Buddy. Hey,
0: Fellas, good Saturday afternoon. What's going, What's on, going man? on? It's a great day to be an Eagles fan. Listen, we've got a new coach who's bringing enthusiasm. We have a playmaker and a wide receiver. We have a potential potential, really, really good center slash guard who's familiar with the wide receiver, who are both familiar with a potential playmaking quarterback, and a mm-hmm. coach who is offensive-minded. It's a rebuilding year. Let's rebuild. Let's evaluate. We can use a draft pick next year to rebuild our defense. We'll see where the holes are this year. Let's get excited about this team. Yeah, no, I yeah, think
6: and I, <laughs> I think that I what think is, really is really serious. Serious. Yeah. Well I think what well, I think what's, what's, really what's really good about the Eagles about situation the Eagles is they are rebuilding, and like, that's what they're doing. And you're seeing that in the moves they make. But because of the division they're in, you can make moves that are made in the spirit of rebuilding and still compete because the division is not good. There are no Kansas City Chiefs in the division, right? Like the, divi- the divisional winner next year could have eight or nine wins. And at the Eagles roster, we saw last year pretty much bottoms out at four or five. So if they're just a little bit better, they'll be competitive while still rebuilding. And I think it's, it's a great, you, you know, like, unique place to be in.
0: We can use that. Yeah. Yeah. We can like we change mad Mike to curmudgeon, Mike. He's not <laughs> mad, he's just a curmudgeon. I think he
6: needs to see some some results on the field.
0: For
5: yeah, sure. He's definitely a curmudgeon. That's a good way to put it.
0: I love this show. Let's go birds. I love it. Nice, man.
6: Peter, we
5: love you, man. Keep calling. You're definitely, I will say, by far, of the best accent that
0: ever yeah. calls our From show. From
5: Allentown, too. Yeah, well, and by way of New Zealand. Oh, there you How go. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Good, that's, good not an Allen, you know that's not an Allentown accent that he has. Right? No, yeah. I picked up, <laughs> I picked up on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but. I love that, though. You know what? And, and again, like I did- as we talked about after the draft, after the Devontae Smith pick, and I liked the whole draft a lot more than most did. You know, I was...
6: Yeah, I think it's like a B, B plus.
12: I
5: was like a B plus, A minus kind of guy. Like, I thought they did a really good mm-hmm. job in the draft. So, like, I am feeling positivity more than I was before. I still don't think they're going to be very good this year. And I still have questions about the hierarchy and the way it works and the Laurie and Roseman of it all. But I definitely feel better than I did before the draft. And, and it's okay to get excited even if your team has frustrated you
6: last year when Carson was struggling a lot of the debate was look is it Carson or is it Doug is it Carson or is it Doug I thought it was Carson and I defended Doug but it'll be interesting to see next year how this roster looks with a new head coach because I do think this team has had trouble developing talent right like a lot of these younger players who you know I don't think Howie's done a great job but at the same time Howie's draft record does also depend on the coaching staff to a certain degree, because Howie can only draft him. He can't coach him. He can't design plays for them, right? So I'm just excited to see how Sirianni, well, what can he do with J.J. Arcega-Whiteside? What can he do with Jalen Rager? Maybe it'll be a disaster. Who knows? He's, a, he's an unknown head coach. But I think there's at least that potential for, you know, four or five games of the season next year. Maybe the people that thought Doug wasn't the problem last year, including me, will sit back and say, you know what? Doug wasn't good last year, or, you know, Carson too as well. But just seeing a new coaching staff and how they scheme these guys up is going to be interesting. Let's go
5: to Florida and talk to our buddy Ja'Cory. Hey, Ja'Cory.
6: Hey, guys. How you doing? What's
9: going on, man? Good, man. Um, I think the draft was really good. I love the Devontae Smith pick. Mm-hmm. Landon Dukerson was uh, was a good pick. But I'm, I'm going to say something nobody's saying. I think these drafts is on their versatility in terms of position, like I can see Avante playing at X or Z spot or that slot spot. Landy Dickinson can play all over the line, but mostly center and kind of guard. Um, Milton Williams can play at you know the D tackle, D end role. Right. But another draft pick, I think, is a hit in general. Nobody's talking about it, is the Stevens that I like. I
6: agree.
5: From
12: with LSU. You.
6: Yeah, I, I, think, I think it was Elliott's favorite. Yeah, I think it was my besides Other Smith, game, my well. my favorite pick. Uh, I think he can come in and do a lot of different things. The only thing I I think I learned personally from last year's draft is last year in the draft, they drafted, you know, John Hightower, Quez Watkins, Jalen Reger. They traded for um, the receiver from San Francisco, Marquise Goodwin. Goodwin. And coming out the draft, everybody was like, wow, this offense is so much faster. You know, look at all the speed they added. I think it's fair to depend on Devontae Smith this year. He was a first round pick. But I think anything you get from a rookie other than Devontae Smith is a win. Like counting on any of these rookies to change the season, I think is asking too much. That being said, you are right. Like, I like the Jacoby Stevens pick. I think he can be a weapon on the defense. He is, if they line him up at linebacker, he spent a lot of time in the box at LSU. He's an excellent tackler. He's good against the run. He has a real nose for the football. He played against elite competition. So I really like the pick. I just don't know if I'm going to – I can't sit here and say, yeah, Jacoby Stevens is going to come in and have a role on the defense. I think
9: what they're going to try to do, they're going to mold him into, like, that Malcolm Jenkins from that Dom linebacker. I agree. With a safety specialist, too. Also, with the um, pick up of on Johnson, I like it because now we have a running back that can catch up the backfield, too, and can block in the backfield, too. Mm -hmm. Also, um, Kenny Gainwell is going to be good, and also he can play in a slot, too.
6: Yeah, he can yeah. run. Well, that's what He's I like versatile. about well He he he. Hey, Corey, great call. He is a great pass catching running back, but he can run almost all the routes too. Like he can He's run a the wide routes receiver.
5: Yep. He was a wide receiver prior to being running back. Yeah. And again, like the idea that we talked about on the podcast, but that, you know, you look at Tony Gibson, Tony Pollard, like Daryl Henderson, like they've pumped out yeah, NFL running, back running backs for in point, Memphis. And every single person who follows that team, all the coaches, by their decisions have all said Gainwell's the best of that group. Yeah, So it's Look, pretty exciting.
6: Yeah, and again, to, to get back to the coaching staff, like how they use him is going to be interesting to see. I think one strength of Sirianni, and he has to prove it as a head coach, but he he talks a lot about getting guys in the right situations, to your point, not just running his offense, but saying, how can we get these guys in space? And I think Gainwell, again, is a guy that if you can get him in space, he's incredibly hard to bring down. Devontae Smith. Undersized, still very hard to bring down. Like this team now, when you look at last year's roster, Deshaun Jackson was a deep threat, but not really a huge threat after the catch to break tackles. Alshon wasn't that guy. Uh, the backup running backs weren't really. Miles Sanders, we just talked about, had a bit of a down year. I do think they have more guys that in space this year are dangerous.
5: 215, 592, 94, 94.
6: Where do you stand on this team
5: after the draft with the roster more or less set? Zach Ertz, we'll get to that. Also, coming up next, we have a caller on the line who all it says in front of me is everyone should listen to Elliot. Yeah, I've seen this call for a bit. I'm excited. We're going to find out what that caller has to say as well as your calls at 215-592-9494. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. Don't go anywhere. It's Go Birds Radio. Presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. With you till three, John Johnson. After that. The legend. legend, John Johnson. Not the football player, John Johnson.
6: No. Yeah. The Eagles tried to get him, didn't work. I know that we'd be at one yeah. of the holes in the team. Well, maybe they guy. maybe they don't get Anthony Harris then. Uh,
5: you're probably right about that. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. All right, to the phones in a sec, very quickly. You kind of joked about it before. You've been pretty staunch in the Zach Ertz won't be on this team, which is funny because initially you were like, who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah. And you kind of got to a point where you're like, hey, like what I'm hearing, you know, my read on the situation, he will not be here. But we've gone through every checkpoint, right? Like, every checkpoint we'd be expecting, you know, free agency, then the draft, and this, that. Like, we're like, all right, this is when he's going to get traded. This is when it's going to happen. As of today, May the 8th, like, he's still an eagle. What What's going on?
6: Yeah, what's interesting with Zach Ertz is when this all first started, I was saying to myself, okay, he's going to be gone, right? And then there was always a little bit in the back of my head that was saying, well, maybe they wait till June 1st because you save around, I think, three or four million dollars. Then I was like, no, nah, there's no way they'd do that to him, right? Caught the game-winning uh, touchdown in the Super Bowl, <laughs> like one of the best Eagles of all time. An Eagles Hall of Famer. Yeah, there's no yes. way they would do that to yes. him. Now he's, he's made it through the new league year. He's made it uh, through free agency. He's made it through the draft. June 1st is only three weeks away. At this point, maybe they are just waiting until it seems June like 1st it. to cut him.
5: And if you've waited this long, like yeah. what what does it matter anymore? You've already not done him the solid by getting him out early. right. You've already gone through the whole draft, like he's well, already in and now bad it doesn't spot. even matter anymore well, at that point with the draft first. Thing.
6: The other part of this is, so let's say the Eagles are really saying internally, I don't think they're saying this, but they're saying, you know what? We'll just keep him. like we will bring him back. Zachary might might not come back. like he could hold out of the mandatory minicamp. I mean last year, he tried to get a new deal. They couldn't pick a side. I don't believe he pouted through the year. I just think it was a rough year for everyone, much like Miles Sanders. Injuries, this, like, oh, yeah. that. There was a lot of stuff. But, you know, this year maybe he will, like, really try to make a fuss about this. Now, the, the problem with Zach, the problem that Zach is facing is there's just not a lot of teams out there that There's need... no market. There's yeah. no market there's for There's no him. market, and there's just not a lot of money anymore. Like, the, the contract
5: that he would play on this year, the eight, whatever It's it probably is.
6: better than he'll get
5: definitely yeah. better like without well a doubt. he could
6: get like two years or something but, he, but right but the point he is, he's not making a million.
5: million exactly yes. is
6: my point. So. yeah now i i still believe he's not gonna be back i think they're either gonna release him or ultimately they'll they'll trade him for you know a sixth or seventh round pick uh the three teams i would look at the colts uh, uh need a tight end obviously they have carson there the jets i think he could be a good uh tight end for them they're a young team he could be that leader that he was for uh Carson, his rookie year, he could be that for Zach Wilson. Obviously, Joe Douglas is there. They need a tight end. And the third team I'd look at is the Titans. They lost... Uh, yeah, and also Michael Pruitt they didn't resign. Mm-hmm. So they've lost, uh, I think, their top two tight ends from last year. They're a win-now team. They got Anthony yeah. Fersker, though. Yes. So they're set. Yeah, well, he was decent <laughs> last year, but I'm he's joking. not Zach Ertz. So I'm joking. Yes. Those are the three teams. He's
5: a block. Mm-hmm. They could use a, ca- a actual pass catching. Like, Ertz fits very well yes. specifically in that yes, spot. Yes,
6: yes, yes. So I, if I were the Titans, I'd have interest in Ertz. And I think Gertz is going to have a huge back, bounce back year. I think he is still very talented. I think he is still like a top five tight end. So I, I think whatever team gets him is getting him at an extreme low value.
5: Yeah, I wouldn't go as far with that as you, but I do think there is a chance that if put in the right situation where he's asked to do the right things, we've talked about this before, yep. but his skill set theoretically should age well. You know, yeah, like He's a, he's great a good route runner, route runner and he's got great hands. Like So you would think like he would at least have some value moving forward, but... You know, it, we forget it was such a rough year last year and all that. It makes it hard to, to I, visualize. It.
6: I think Ertz specifically was hurt more than any other player by the fact that Carson was just so inaccurate last year because Ertz is a guy that he's a great route runner, but he doesn't create a ton of separation. He's not Devonte Smith in that way, so he does need an accurate ball. Like he, you know, so the fact that Carson was so poor last year with his accuracy, especially over the middle, I just think it really impacted Ertz.
5: Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four Johnny in Los Angeles says everyone should listen to elliot johnny why talk to me oh,
13: do i have to really explain why I think the <laughs> is in the pudding i agree hey, johnny, elliot the chicken, man how what's are going you? on how are you doing <laughs> i'm doing great hey listen we're not this is the take that elliot said for those who don't know or didn't listen to the last time i called in i've been following elliot since nj.com and used to no disrespect, Elliot. I used to hate you. You used to drive me crazy. because You <laughs> used to just crush my dreams with everything you said. Yeah. And it was always right. It killed mm. me. Right? Wow. So, Sorry to crush your with, dreams, man. <laughs> it's all good, man. Because this year, you're not going to crush my dreams. Because yep. I'm with you. We are going to be way better than anybody says for two reasons. And the only thing that I'll push back on you is we're going to win more than nine games. Ooh, I'm thinking wow. 10 or 11.
12: Ooh, and I'll tell, you,
13: yeah. I'll tell you why. We got offensive line and Devontae Smith. With those two things, we're fine. As far as defense goes. Maybe Jim Schwartz just sucked, and all the guys ain't so bad to begin with, and maybe we'll just be better in general when it comes to defense, but I think you There's got a lot of maybe in mark. there though. Well,
6: really quick to your Jim Schwartz point, you know, when you look at the staff hirings Eagles made this year, Nick Sirianni gets the headline cause he's head coach, but the more sought after candidate was Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. Like, a lot of, yep. a like, lot he of Jonathan
5: Gannon was going to be a defensive coordinator for someone this season. Yeah. He it was, seemed.
6: He was the most sought after defensive coordinator on the market. This like year. the chargers
5: wanted him. There was another one that wanted him. And like I,
6: I think a big part of the reason, or I shouldn't say big part, but part of the reason Sirianni probably got the job is because he could bring Jonathan Gannon with him. So I, I'm not as down on Schwartz as other people. I think that you know his resume speaks for itself. But like Gannon is a coach where you can legitimately, I think, be excited about what he's going to do because he was extremely sought after around the league.
13: No, totally. I, I guess Jim Schwartz reminds me uh, who is the coach for the Rams forever. The intern, the the guy who's always 8'8", and eight.
5: Wait, Fisher. oh, you Jeff oh. Fisher, sure.
13: Yeah, that that that's who Schwartz reminds me of. It's like, yeah, you're really good. They say, but like you haven't really proved
6: it. Yeah, to me. I
5: think that's I a mean, fair comparison. And Johnny, good call. I mean, I haven't proven it to me like the. Can, do we forget that minus the Super Bowl game itself, yes. the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl without that right, defense? Right. Like, let's stop. with the What has Jim Schwartz ever done? J- yes, the Super Bowl was bad. Other than that, Jim Schwartz was outstanding in 2017.
6: And I would make the argument that since 2017, the defense won more games for the team I than I think the that's offense. a really good the, argument the, to make. The Eagles very rarely won shootouts under Doug and Carson. Yeah, I'm, like,
5: I'm just not on board with the Jim Schwartz sucks thing. Did he have deficiencies or things I
6: didn't like about him? Sure, but the, the Jim Schwartz is bad. I, I can't get behind that. Well, I think the—, the Fair comparison to Jeff Fisher would be Schwartz was kind of inconsistent. Like there would be weeks where his defense looked really good. And then other weeks, like, you know, the Cowboys game last year, clearly he had a deficiency of talent in the secondary, but I think Schwartz making adjustments was not his strength. You would kind of see him just kind of line up the front four, see if they could get pressure. And then whatever happens, happens. I think this year with Gannon, you'll see a lot more stunts. You'll see a lot more different you know creative blitz packages and you saw under Schwartz.
5: jeff at the airport jeff how you doing i don't know if you've ever called us on a saturday how you doing james, Jeff? james this is the first My good man. to talk to you and you same for elliot
6: thanks Bella. man appreciate you calling in
9: hey I, it's, it's a pleasure and let me start by saying uh two opposing uh minds i'm here to deconstruct how we lies or comments. <laughs> but I want to praise the team at the same time. <laughs> right. I love it.
5: been that we're we're all season. conflicted right now. I think.
9: Conflicted. This dude has me torn. Who's that? Joe the cat <laughs> <laughs> work, Joe. He tells us a couple of years ago he got he moved up to get Carson Wentz because there were no other quarterbacks uh uh coming up after him. But yet there was this Prescott dude this mm-hmm. the Sean yeah. Watson dude yeah. and ba- Patrick Lamar Mahomes dude. a
5: guy maybe i don't know it was the next year he's like we cousin next year's class the mahomes and Watson exactly. are in the next year
9: exactly it was like okay that we got we got past that we got, and that's the reason why people say why are we down on howie then he comes back and tells us uh we don't have a brain that the game is going to be won in the trenches he's going to build up the 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 o line and the d line but the number one pick was a wide receiver. I'm
6: I'm, I'm so confused. Well, I think with with that, and one criticism of the Eagles, I think a fair one is over the past few years, they've moved off their board. Like the regger... The Rager pick, they, they drafted him because they felt he could stretch the field more, right? Jalen Hurts right. because they, they thought they needed a quarterback. I do think that Devontae Smith was the top player on their board available. So I like the fact that they went there. I think that's the same thing about Dickerson. I think it about uh Milton Williams. I think you could see through the way they drafted this year, they did stick to their board and just drafting the best player and not drafting And you're him. right, and, I,
9: and I'm and i good with the, with the pick. But my thing is, he needs to stop coming out with these emphatics. It's no quarterback available. It's the O line, D line. When in fact, it takes every position to to perform well. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have linebackers and your 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 front line, your old D line isn't working well. You need somebody b- back there. If we look at the playoff run to the Super Bowl, Nick Foles threw an interception in that Atlanta game. That was the interception.
2: Uh, we got lucky. Going, they got lucky.
9: We're, we're not going. Jalen hurts. I meant uh Taylor Mills pass interference or Julio Jones. we're not going. If it wasn't for the smart of uh Kendricks, the linebacker, staying home and forcing uh Matt Ryan to throw it to uh uh, uh Julio, yeah. you need these guys in the in 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 the uh the linebackers and cornerback, and that's why somebody stole my thunder earlier. I've been tweeting all week. Mm-hmm. This Jacoby uh Jeez. Stevens dude? I am I retweeted. Get his contract
5: extension ready. His wow. contract ready. I, yeah, hey, man. Jeff, Jeff, call us more often, man.
12: Please. What?
5: Call us more often. Listen, let me say this. Everybody,
9: Jacoby Stevens, he plays hard like Brian Dawkins. He's built like Trotter and got
6: the speed of the Desha- Deshaun Jackson. He's wow. out, fellas.
5: I love it, Jeff. Call more.
6: Now, I, you know, that's probably a little extreme. on Jacoby. you think? With
5: Brian Dawkins and, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe.
6: But what I like about Stevens is he he can he can move around and do a lot of stuff. He reminds me a lot of Jalen Mills, honestly, coming out of LSU, seventh-round pick. Uh, I think Stevens isn't as quick as Jalen Mills. Uh, we saw here in Philly that at times Mills' speed could be an issue. But I think Stevens is going to move around a lot. And, look, there's, it's kind of the same thing as Devontae Smith in the way that you know, it matters to me that Jacoby Stevens was at LSU on the defense and was considered one of their best players. It matters to me that they gave him number 7, which is a number at LSU that they give to playmakers. Like if you're if you're playing in, you know, at, at LSU, at one of the best co- football colleges in the country, at one of the best divisions, and everyone on the, that team looks at you as that guy, I like your chances in the NFL of being able to adjust even if you're not a great athlete. Yeah, it's like the Landon Dickerson parallel. I I totally agree with you. It's a great right, point. It's, it's health. I know, I'm yeah, seeing yeah. as a
5: player, and the yep. part, like that idea of yep. him, what I was talking about before, betting on the person, forgetting to the injuries aside. I get it, Elliot. Yes. I get it. He Why? had injuries. Yeah. I, I, I didn't forget. Well, a huge forget. deal,
3: but yeah. <laughs> Let's
5: go to Winfield and talk to John. Hey, John.
3: Hey, guys. How you doing? Enjoy your show. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to agree with you. I, I think I think with Carson Wentz, it, he made it last year almost impossible yep. to even evaluate the skilled players. He was so bad last year you know all all I have to do is I'll refer you back to that Cleveland game where he throws that just uh, it had nothing to do with town. it was just his mistake on that big six yep you you know and and then you know you you walk away from the tv you scream and shout and you come back and then he's getting sacked and fumbling the ball in the end zone give Cleveland a safety I think you're going to see players like like Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz didn't just forget how to play football
6: 100% agree with
3: you you know, he was. I mean, I mean, Zach Ertz was, was was this time last year. He was being talked about with Kittle's as one of the you know, and and uh, the, the the guy in Kelsey, Kansas City, Kelsey, uh, Kelsey, as one of the three best tight ends in the league. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, and you could read you could read his body language. Like in that Pittsburgh game, when Carson was making those incredibly bad throws and just threw that short pass on a on a crossing route, you could clearly see. <clears throat> Yeah, and look. He's not the problem.
6: Last year, you know, and to a certain degree, I feel bad putting it all on Carson, but I think we all need to be honest. He, he, was, horrible.
5: Carson, he was horrible. Carson yeah. was horrible. Like, again, you right. know me. I was a Carson defender for a long time. Like, You'd have to be blind yeah. to not see how horrible Carson Wentz
6: was. It once. impacts
3: the whole team, John. It great and every Can s- you can, can you imagine what the huddles must have been like? For, yeah. For yeah, it's a great. And can you imagine? No, John. Know, John, it's a really good no point. Hope, there's no hope. There's no hope on third down that we going to be. John,
5: I, I, look, I'm with you. I think that that's tough when you're in the huddle and you don't believe in the guy calling the signals, making the plays, and you like right. know the issues he's going through. Like, of course,
6: you're gonna feel less faith in him. Of course, you're gonna have less success on offense. Look, I know they won that Saints game you know, in a large part because of the defense. But I just flat out don't think it's a coincidence that they benched Carson in the next week. They and everyone best, played better. Yeah, they looked better. The they played harder, you could yeah. tell. Let's they benched go. him in Green Bay, and then Jalen Rager ran a punt back.
5: <laughs> Let's go to KOP and talk to Aaron. Hey, Aaron.
6: Man, I'm loving the bird noise. Aaron! Year, but, uh, going
5: once. Going twice. Let's go to West Philly and talk to Jay. Hey, Jay.
14: Hey, what's going on, y'all? How y'all feel? How you been, man? Hey, let me ask you this. Last season, what was the best game plan that was executed in the season?
6: Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, probably uh, that New Orleans game. Yeah,
14: probably exactly. was. Yeah. That's what I was saying. And when, what did they say? Doug told them, hey, look, just listen to me, follow the game plan. Yeah. We got that pouting quarterback out of here because he was thinking he had to do everything. There's, look, this ain't North Dakota State because there's players on this level. Yeah. He's still worried about Nick Foles and all that stuff trying to – win a Super Bowl every pass play. I'm glad that dude out of there so he could go to Indianapolis where they won't say nothing to him.
6: You're right. I won't argue with you One thing I really disagree with, real quick, one thing I thing I really disagree with is this whole idea that Carson's going to go there and kill it in Indianapolis. Like, yeah, he's set up well, I no, agree. No, but... i
14: just say it as far as the media type. No, and no, all no, that, so right.
6: I'm not saying you're saying it, but in general, yeah. people are like, well, Carson's going to go kill it in Indy. Like, what, what have, has what Carson shown beside 2017 and four games in 2019? He
14: got all his money and never won a playoff game. I, I, I are acting like, like,
6: actin like He really did something for I it. would I mean... rather have Jalen Hurts moving forward than Carson Wentz if I had to choose exactly. between the two. And they and, got and a first for him. I think it, the, the roster is better you know, because he's
14: gone. Can y'all please pull a plug on this Mad Mike show? Oh man, please, Jay. I mean, he he keeps saying your project, man. What project getting done? He called every show. Jay. Jay. I mean, that's probably why. You probably they probably is behind out because he can't get no projects that he want to call every show and. Look, he probably root for the Eagles all day long, but it's just his stick. <laughs> Cause you no know y'all gonna pull him up, man. Look, cancel this dude for like two or three
5: weeks. Jay, call us again. I'm mad. I'm giving him this much. Uh, price, I, yeah, uh, you see, you <laughs> just did it, right? You just went into your own hey, trap
12: there.
14: Look, this draft gonna be all right. But what's the, the ironic part is we worried about the injury history of a six-six-three thirty dude. I know, and the one sixty wide receiver never got
5: hurt. Uh, yeah. Jay, great call, man. Call us again soon. And <laughs>
6: look, Mike, Mad out. Mike gets the people. Hey, going
5: here's now. what I'll say. Call always. Call as much as you want. We appreciate it. Love every call. Everybody. Yes. Everyone who takes time out of their day to actually call us and wait on hold and talk to us. Like, it means the world to us. So yep. keep doing it. And we appreciate it. 215-592-9494. One more segment to go. John Johnson. After that, and let me again remind you that no one does live in-game play-by-play betting better than Park Sportsbook app, our sportsbook app of choice. Golf's in full swing, baseball's back. If you sign up now, bet all live on baseball, golf, pro hoops, hockey, and so much more. They have an incredible offer to get you in on the action. As a new customer, you can make your first bet risk-free up to $500. The Park Sportsbook app is the only sportsbook app based right here in the Delaware Valley, and they have it all. Live in-game betting, which is a wild ride. Parlays, props, teasers, and so much more. You can bet on individual player performances in pro hoops, hockey, basketball, baseball, things like Points and rebounds and goals and strikeouts, anything and everything. The app is fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive and it makes watching these games so much more fun when you got a couple bucks on it. The Parks Casino Sportsbook app gives you the home field advantage. Again, here's the deal. New customers only sign up now and get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, and again, that's P-A-R-X, casino.com slash PA, and use the promo code GOBIRDS. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. See the website for terms and conditions. Final segment for Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. John Johnson coming up next. Elliot and James will try to get to as many calls as we can. Let's dive right in. Let's go to Chester and talk to my good buddy Wade. Hey Wade, what's up, my brothers? How we doing?
6: What's going on, man? How you doing?
9: Man, I'm
5: hanging
6: in there.
9: Man, you said something yesterday that ticked me off when you told Ike I'm gonna give uh, Carson and little Shine here and that uh, about. Uh, people dropping balls. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, uh, um, Elliot. Yep There was no there was no players dropping the ball for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz wasn't even on target with most
6: of his throws.
5: Well, this is so, coming from noted Carson Wentz lover, Elliot. Yeah, Swift I was going to say, look, so. I'm, on,
6: I'm on the same page as you. Like, Carl, <laughs> this idea that... No, I just wanted, I no, wanted yeah. to check you
9: on it just so that you come back to reality. And See, Wade's, to a, real like, one. Well, Wade's a real on. one. Yeah, hold
6: hold on. On. Wade's Wade. a real I, one. Wade's a real one. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Wait, give me, give me two seconds, really quick. My, my point was that Carson never had somebody that could make the catches Devontae Smith did. Like, he, he has the best hands in, uh, in, I think, making athletic catches that the Eagles have had. But I 100% agree with you. Like, I don't think it's a coincidence that when it came to Carson, the receivers dropped balls, and then when Nick Foles was in, those drop issues were not there as much. Like, Car- Carson, for sure, did not throw a good catchable ball. I agree. Yeah,
3: let me, let me say this here before y'all cut me off.
9: We are embarking on uh, something that we're all missing. Jalen Hurts is a damn jewel. Yep. Jalen Hurts, bro, this, when I look at this kid's story, you can't rattle him. Yeah, I agree. This is a kid that got benched in the first half of a national championship game because he was three for eight for 21 yards when he was on the run. Like Georgia was dominating their offensive line. You benched him? This was this guy. This is he only lost one game up until that point. Mm-hmm. This kid, brother, there's nothing you can do to rattle him. And I'm telling you, we will be 11 and six this year. Whoa! Dylan Hurts is the best quarterback in our division. Wow! wow. Me, Wade. Here, and, and, and let me say this here: I don't want to make it seem like I'm a homer. If we look
5: well, back look, at that, made, as, we know you're not. You killed Carson but, Wentz like when the Eagles yeah, were winning but, with him. So that's don't worry. We know. Let's look at this one point. If we look at Dak Prescott, we all know that
9: Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. But guess what we also also know that we forgot about? Dak Prescott puts up a lot of hollow numbers. Dak Prescott does not perform well against good defenses.
5: Well, the and other Dylan thing with Dak
6: Prescott is he's coming off a season-ending injury.
5: Yeah, well, we, that too. And we don't know what – I mean, his, his
6: ankle was the wrong way. So, yeah. hey, wait, great
5: call, man. Really good call as always, Wait, We appreciate it.
6: Uh, look, I
5: – like, I'm not – Where Wade is with Jalen Hurts, and I'm not quite where you are. Like Mm -hmm. I think you're slightly more confident, but like I am very hopeful about Jalen Hurts. I do think there is a chance he could be special, especially with what Wade's talking about. You know, my biggest thing, like above the shoulders with quarterbacks, like that matters so much to me, and this kid
6: has it. Well, he just talked about how you can't rattle him, and the the example in college was a good one. I would point to even just last year, the way he carries himself. (laughs) He carried himself like a one. Just look at this. No off season, right? no like all rookies dealt with it but for the first time rookies didn't have an off season so no mini camp no mandatory mini camp no training camp no preseason games. Thrown into this ridiculous role where he has to come in. This like, situation.
5: It's yeah. not even a role. It's and a then s- thrown into
6: this thing. This, like, co- yeah. pressure culture. I was actually laughing to myself yesterday about how silly it is to think they ran that. Well, think about coming
5: into a quarterback where, like, the, the number one quarterback is, like, giving you the cold shoulder and isn't helping you and isn't, right. like, bringing you along. Like, that, too, is a tough well, spot to walk so into. So he
6: goes through all that, and then he comes in against Green Bay and looks great. And then he goes and he beats the Saints. Like, if you can do that. It was awesome against Arizona. It certainly wasn't his
5: fault they lost no, that game.
6: The, the safety at the beginning wasn't great. But yes, he was was amazing in that game. game. He was amazing in that game. But I, I just think when you look at Jalen Hurts moving forward, we'll see what he can do. But, you know, I agree. I think there's a chance he could be the best quarterback in the division next year. I really do. And if he's the best quarterback in the division, they're winning the division, like flat out.
5: Let's go to Plymouth meeting and talk to Chet. Hey, Chet, how you been, buddy? Gentlemen, I'm
10: doing fine, but i, I, I got to make a point about the rookie receiver and something that I heard earlier on your show, and I've heard it on other shows on WIP, mm-hmm. and I don't understand the thinking of people that think you're going to line a 166-pound receiver up in the slot. And I wanted to give you a quick tale of two receivers and get your opinion on this. Okay, They both put up monster numbers at Roman Catholic High School. One of them went to Notre Dame and had a good career there and came out early. The other one went to Syracuse and put up monster numbers there. So Marvin Harrison and Will Fuller? Exactly. And they were both first-round draft picks in the NFL. And Marvin Harrison is arguably one of the best receivers in the history of the game. Mm -hmm. Right. And Will Fuller has already got the injury tag from his first team and his second team. And there's a simple reason why. Marvin Harrison at his weight was never lined up in the slot. He was lined up to catch passes in open spaces and run after catch. He was tackled. He was never popped. He was never hit. He was never crushed. Will Fuller on the other hand has been. Mm-hmm. You start taking this rookie, even Rager and put either one of those guys in the slot. And in two to three years, you're going to have a damaged receiver and you're going to say, we need to get a receiver on a first round.
5: Well, Ch- I actually agree with you on Devonte Smith. I don't, I don't think he's a slot guy. I think, I mean, he could. He could do it. I think yeah. he can run. His route running is so pristine that you could. I think he can create space anywhere. But I agree with you philosophically. Like, I want Devonte Smith on the outside as your X guy, as your number one guy. Like, but I disagree on Rager. Like, I actually think Rager. He's I mean, more compact. Like he's tight. You know, he's like he's muscly. Like, I actually think Rager might be more fit to be a
6: slot. Well, wrestler. what I think I mean, what, exactly. really quick. What I think is interesting is there's this notion that well, if Devonte Smith gets hit over the middle, he's going to get hurt. Like how many receivers can get hit blindsided over the middle and not feel impacted by that?
10: Like, <laughs> exactly, and the smaller they are, the more it's going to impact them. I guess. Quick, I mean, I don't quick know. Point, <laughs> yeah. Quick point about Miles Sanders, if I can, because this is my originally thought, but if you give the ball to Miles Sanders 19 times in a game, let him run the ball five times and put the ball in his hands on the pass four times, I'm telling you, in a full season, he will give you somewhere between 1,700 and 1,900 wow. yards.
6: Well, that's what we thought
10: Chat last year. Chat, really good we, call.
6: We were all in yeah,
5: on Sanders we, last we, year. we felt this exact way going into last year. We thought he was going to be a monster all over the field for them. And, you know, injuries and, and in, in inconsistencies, you know, screwed yeah. it up. Let's uh, go to Wisconsin and talk to Glenn. Hey, Glenn.
4: Hey, guys. Can you hear me?
8: We hey, can. What's going on? I was wondering if you guys think after this year, if there's any chance that Holly Roseman be on the hot seat. I know you guys are a little higher in the draft than I am, but there is potential with the longevity questions for Dickerson and Smith. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the picks are projects. And going into next year's draft, the Eagles have the most capital. So if this draft doesn't do well, that's about three drafts in a row. That's that gives yeah, Holly Roseman
14: a C, so like, would he be in the hot seat, or
5: we? I mean, and that's get it an Elliot. Elliot. Elliot covers the yeah, team. Has so, been around it. And, you know, I, I think he's as well uh, an- equipped to answer that question as anyone. I
6: think if they're you know four eleven and one or whatever the seventeen game equivalent would be, I think he could be gone. Now, I think he's. I think he's going to be more tied to the record than the draft class because draft picks do take time. But if, you know, Jalen Hurts is a disaster, Nick Sirianni doesn't look good, the team's just a train wreck again, someone's going to catch heat for that, just flat out. I don't think Lurie will ride another off season of dealing with that. So I think if this team looks like they did last year, Howie Roseman will be gone.
8: Because the Eagles essentially have three first-round draft picks next year, and they, I mean, it'd be a disaster if that would be would be, to be messed up. Yeah,
6: I mean, look, if, if, I think Smith's going to be good, but if he's not, I don't know if you can trust Howie to make those picks. Yeah. They're massive picks for the yeah. future future of this organization. Appreciate
5: it. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for making it. And look, it's a really good point. I I think it is a long shot that Howie won't be here next year uh, again. Oh, I, for sure. I don't think yeah. the, it'll be a total disaster. But but you're right. I think if it plays out the same way it did last year and, and specifically that the high value picks he's made don't either improve or are good right off the jump. I think it's going to be a problem. All right. Let's squeeze one more call in here before we get out of here. Let's go to Springfield and talk to Mike. Hey, Mike.
0: Hey, guys, you know, what, what I think next year is I think the wide receivers are going to be the key to them winning the division and going deep in the playoffs. I think mm-hmm. they're actually going to have three extremely talented receivers. I, I look for Smith to be the rookie of the year, yeah. but I also real, I really think J.J. Ortega-Whiteside oh. is the under.: under oh, Tell I me think why. Why? Sell you. me,
5: Mike. Sell me. Why? I mean, we have seen nothing. Have... We've seen nothing in two years.
0: He's, he's going to have a whole offseason to work with, with Jalen Hurts. And I'm going to be the first one to go on the air and say, I think Jalen Hurts is going to be the MVP of the league next wow. year. I think they're <laughs> going to win the division. Why? I like Hurts as the MVP.
6: Right. Why?
0: What? What? what a way to, oh. what a note to
6: end the show. Why? On.
0: Really? I'll, really? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. They have, the Eagles, this is quantitative. They have the easiest schedule in the National Football League last yeah. year, right? According to the NFL. If they win 13 games and get home field throughout, I think it's going to be <laughs> a lot of it's going to be the credit on Jalen Hurts. Yes, I agree with you. If plays. they have
5: home field advantage throughout, yeah, that's a real thing. But this is this is wild to say, Mike. You realize how aggressive a mm.
6: statement this is? It's it's wild, but the I don't know schedule. if it's that wild. The schedule's there for the taking. So they have what? The they're still a bad
5: team, like they're a flawed team across the board. Jalen Hurts would have to really be the yes. MVP.
6: For he would have to be the yeah. like he's an underdog. But, but hey, I, man.
0: Here's why I think he can. I think they have the best offensive line in football. I think he's going to have all day to sit back and dissect defenses because I think Lane Johnson goes back to Pro Bowl for him. You get Brandon Brooks, Brax, a Pro Bowler. You have Kelsey's a Pro Bowler. You add Dickerson as the other guards, a Pro Bowler. You've not had a team that has three to four starting Pro Bowl offensive linemen, first-team All-Pro that Mike, doesn't win.
5: Mike, outstanding call, if nothing else, then so that we could balance the scales. We have Mad Mike, and we have insanely optimistic, happy Mike. So that was good. <laughs> what
6: if that was Mad Mike? Uh, oh, buddy, what a
5: conspiracy theory that
6: is! Yep. Look, I, I love the positivity. Like, tone it down. Yeah, look, I don't think Jalen Hurts could win MVP, but <laughs> his points are right. If the offensive line is great, if they surprise people, like, MVP is a narrative award.
5: It is. I agree with that. What a way to end the show. I did not see that call coming. No. Uh, John Johnson, kind of, thank you to Kevin Keenan, crushing it behind the glass for us. Doing a, we get a full show of Kevin Keenan. How about that? What a beautiful thing that was. And, again, uh said it before, but thank you to every single person who called in, took the time to wait on hold to talk to us. We literally could not do the show without you, so we are eternally grateful for that. So, uh... Until next week, pal. Can't wait. Me too. It's Elliot. It's James. We'll be back next week. John Johnson. Coming up next, It's another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94WIP.